Welcome to the show. From Atlanta, Fulton County. We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. What color I see? Then you maintain the status. December seventh, nineteen. And a question a psychopath. The show's officially started. Yeah. How you doing? Hi, everybody. We're live on YouTube. Or maybe we're not. Maybe we're just in the ether. How are you doing, buddy? Tell you what, that song, as you always know, it gets me me fired up. Took me on a dark path. I I had a weird fantasy going on during that song. During that just now? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, what? I I had a weird fantasy that... uh, I thought of the Mace line on January 6th, and I'm wondering what would have happened if Antifa truly had a pair of balls and been totally armed to the teeth and just wiped people out. Like, what would have happened? Well, the military would have dropped a bomb on Washington, <laughs> D.C. There would have been casualties. I, w- I wonder What a how- way to start the show. Yeah, I know. I said I said it was a dark fantasy. I can probably find <laughs> Olympus has fallen right now on TV. You know, welcome they- in, though, everybody. Real quick, welcome in. Yep. I am Keith Pazel. This is my podcast. Yeah, uh, absolutely. We're going to talk about the world and ourselves through what is on television right now. We're watching a show called, well, this is World's Deadliest Weather, but before this, I was watching a show basically where it was murder during weather scenarios. <laughs> Mostly just people burying people in snow. Interesting. They, they killed someone in the middle, middle of the winter and they said, oh, we're going to bury someone and still preserve the body. But then when it thaws, you're going to find it. Well, that yeah. was this this dude Minneapolis fucking killed a lady and buried her in a in a frozen lake, so she was underneath it. And then in spring, it it froze up and her fucking or thawed out. And then she yeah, came out. she yeah. flew up like a dead whale. And so they they were able to kind of figure it out, I'm sure, because they found the it body. took them a little bit. The guy it was right before the guy's trial when they found her body. Ooh, oh, and she was going to testify against him. No, she was already dead. They were looking for her. He was up for her for her possible murder. Oh, 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 she was like yeah. a missing person. Oh, oh, and they connected it with him. They thought it was him. Okay, interesting. That's, yeah, you know what? that sounds like a good show. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. That's a good but guilty pleasure. They have pleasure. multiple of them. Like oh, I'm they, sure. It's in. It's insane that the murder. Everybody's trying to jump on the murder so much <laughs> right now. We'll look at the power yeah. at the rankings on the tables. All the cop shows are up there. 11, 10 million people watch all the cop shows. The the nine one one shows. The emergency shows. Chicago PD. Chicago Fire. Those are the most popular. Yeah, you know. Let's see what we got here. We'll it, start at two. And we'll work just, away. NCIS New Orleans right here. This one doesn't rate so highly. This isn't in the the, the Premier League of TV. <laughs> I, look, I know that that's crazy to even suggest oh, that dude. how busy dude, you are. Wasn't he Scott Bakula? That's Scott leak? fucking Bakula, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, that, that hipster with his beard. They all have hipsters now or God. hackers. God. 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 That, that facade is just, I don't get it. 
It exists. It's fine. You know some I, I've changed my opinion. I, this is the positive optimistic crush. Got a little bit of a mullet peeking out the back there. Uh, you know, I had a big day thank this you, week, you. you know, Keith. It was uh, yesterday I turned uh, 52 years old. There you go. <laughs> I wasn't on Facebook, so I, I couldn't uh, this wish you, but you know I, I was there in spirit. I'll get a COVID so did you get that? Uh, did you get your knob fucking shined or what? How, how, uh, did you pick up a lady <laughs> of the night? I, I thought about Season it. Season five of The I, Shield up I, in this bitch? I, I, th I thought about it, but no. I was actually kind of... I went out Thursday night with my buddy uh, Jason Fever and then Dan Kaufman and a buddy there in Jim, and and they we had like a little birthday dinner for like two hours and that was cool you know they bought me a dinner you know and I got a couple of drinks I actually had too many drinks my uh, was there a lot of let's get you fucked jokes no 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 I wasn't you're that mature well, I, I mean, was talking no. about that at the improv about the like when you're talking to your non comic friends you realize how immature you are yeah because one of our friends died in a motorcycle accident yeah. at night he was clearly doing wheelies down the street drove into a parked car yeah died yeah and i brought it up in our friend's group chat thinking like we're gonna be like oh what a fucking dipshit you know <laughs> yeah and, yeah and they yeah. were just like i know it's terrible right and i was just like yeah i guess <laughs> yeah you gotta know your audience yeah, you gotta know your audience yeah and, I guess and it's terrible. Pitch it, pitch he it, was yeah. a friend of mine but Absolutely. like also probably you know that's where I don't want to get trapped in the right wing thing because you could so rap by like, well, he was a Trump supporter, so fuck him. But, you well, know, it I is terrible. But yeah. if I ever drove into a parked car and died, I hope you would laugh at that with people. <laughs> yeah, have a certain not around, humor Not to around it. Larry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. No, no. Spare no. her. <laughs> no, I hear what you're saying. You have to be able to have that sort of uh, yeah, capacity to do that. You know, because, yeah, if it's too, I don't know. People don't know how to act in those situations. Fun. They don't know how to act in those situations. I, I've had a lot of death in my life, and there are times I've been the butt of jokes. You ever have a lady films. with a fucking with yeah. a fucking African shower cap to there to console you like that? Look at this girl. It's all Grey's Anatomy's knockoffs Let's shit. get a couple seconds of dialogue yes. here. Yeah, yeah. At the clinic. What does that got to do with this? Well, you want to make a difference in people's lives, right? This would make a difference in a major way. <sighs> Instant gratification. She sounds like the pervert in Family Guy. <laughs> what do you need me to do, Chad? <laughs> I just need you to stay away from children for two seconds. Let's hear it. I'm just trying to do the right thing here. You know, help out where I can. Look, they just say if I sign 30 people up by the end of the month, I get to the premium cloud and then I get to transcend. Chad, what are you talking about? What's this cult I'm in? <laughs> it's called Scientology. No, but this whole, this exchange they just had was supposed to be this like subtext of race, I think, and gender. Because she said me too. And I, oh, whatever. It was a fucking... You know, hey. the writing on some of it, I got, used to embrace the humor of it. I'm not trying to be a snob. I have not achieved anything. Absolutely nothing. Let's you run know? through. I have my script on four different production companies' desks right now, and we, that's we, it. Are we thinking, and they're going to be there for months. Are we feeling a Friends rerun? What are we doing? Uh, Shark Tank? Let's go through it. Just go through and see. We got look. news. We got KK. Is there anything serious you want to talk about let, while the news is on? Let's let it breathe. Yeah. You know, let's let it breathe. We'll make a decision, you know, but taxi driver. Oh, no, no. That, 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 that's not taxi driver robert de niro that's taxi driver a, a television show is it Maybe? really yeah it is oh it's asian this is <laughs> tremendous <laughs> there's no copyright on this we could yeah. fucking sit back yeah, on this absolutely let's watch it 
So we, we can figure it out. Is this a drama class? Oh, no, no, it's like a cult. Speaking of the cult. Dude, someone's going to crash through my window and fucking harikari me. That's going to that's gonna be the copyright. Red death. There you go. The death of the red sun. That's Japan, right? I was watching Mortal... Uh, no, no, no. The, I think the, uh, the red... Wasn't that uh, Japan? Yeah, I was... What's, uh, China's is something red, right? Red China. That's what it was called until Nixon that went sounds there like in 73. A, uh, that sounds like a, a 70s fucking fbi show it's red china no yeah you know it was they literally like in the press it was called red china and then they they made a conscious choice to, to ratchet down the anti-communist propaganda you know the, and i give nixon credit for that like he tried to he put a bit of a uh, a wet blanket on that like he changed that you called it the people's republic of china you did not call it red china anymore that was a conscious shift that was done and ladies and gentlemen we turned the conversation dial we talked about <laughs> communism we'll be back after a word from our sponsor i, I had a <laughs> Welcome exactly. to Pazel's podcast, you gotta, You're going to hear good facts like that that are through my distorted mind, but I think there's actually a lot of truth in them. How are people enjoying <laughs> it in the live stream, everybody? Throw a comment. I, I beg of you. Exactly. No, it's all good. I tell you what, they had the cute Asian one, though. Ooh, I got a little bit of the yellow fever, right? Is that what they call it? It's Yeah, <laughs> they, they did call that in the 90s. Uh, I saw many an Asian man say Dude, that, I right? wanted you to be at the improv a couple nights ago. There was, do you know who Augie Smith is? I've heard of the name. So he started right around you because he was doing a great bit about how, you know, they, oh, you can't do anything anymore on stage. And he goes, good. I like the new rules. He goes, I did stand up in the 90s. It was a goddamn hate crime. (laughs) He goes, he goes, I knew 12 people who did this joke. It would all start out talking to a guy in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. And San Francisco yeah. meant they were gay. Yeah, absolutely. He goes, and then for some reason, this fellow would drop his keys or a pencil on the ground. Yeah. And then for some reason, he had to kick it all the way to his car. And wouldn't you know it if a pack of roving maniac homosexuals just attacks his fucking asshole. oh dude i'm telling you the homophobia was front and center you have not seen homophobia till you lived in the 80s and lived in the 90s i mean i I I was there for the later end of it i used to not say fag a lot but i i called things gay oh that's gay you're being gay i said faggot a lot I said it a lot. Look and at you this. Know Look at, oh my God, we talked about fucking insurrections. <laughs> this is why you watch yes, the show. Exactly. For moments like this, I'm just, I can't, but I'm so glad I've matured out of my homophobia. That's, you know, stand-up comedy deserves a lot of credit for that. Maturing out of my homophobia was a good thing. Yep. And that it took is... me a while, you know, because it was just, I don't know, it was just, it was accepted. I mean, I was never going to be one of the guys like went out and like beat up gay guy. I know, I know, I know a guy who did that. He would do that when I was when I was in college. Just go beat up gays. But you realize you're a repressed homosexual if you're doing that. You, you realize yeah. you're you're deeply closeted. If you can generate that level of hatred towards someone, I tell you, it almost happened to me one time. I was in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. It happened to me. I was 18, 17 years old, eighteen years old. I uh, I was with a buddy of mine. We went down to Water Street, was the big bar street. Colleges, I mean, tons of bars in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Water Street was the place you went to when you wanted to have a good time. So I went there uh, late co- late high school. Buddy of mine and I got into an argument. I don't I don't even know what it was about. We got into this an argument. This is an analogy for you and your buddy sniping vag at the club. So so we were <laughs> no. I wish my life would be different. But that guy just got off. 
But yeah, with uh, we, we, we uh, so we got into an argument. I don't even remember what it was about. Pretty pretty strong argument for about fifteen minutes. We really kind of yelling at each other, getting pissed off. I felt dumb afterwards. Like, listen, man, sorry about that. We were out of the car, walking on Water Street. I just shook his hand. I was like, hey, man, sorry about that. Shook his hand, and this dude was driving by. Like, There's a couple of faggots right there. I mean, just yelled it. Like, I holy got, shit! I almost got fucking. I'm not. I'm not gay. You know, I got bashed, well, and confused. Crow, you, you obviously know? looked it, you so. know, and and, you, and this guy was, and he got out of his car. I wonder what was, about your ratty mustache and mullet? Let me complete my thought. Yeah, let me. This guy got out of his car and he had what, a big dip in and was like spit. I mean, he was just a fucking like cliche redneck. This, I mean, this fucking faggot. You're a fucking fag. I mean, he yelled it loudly like six times in a row. I was 17 years old. I remember being like, I don't like living here. This place sucks. You know. Did not like living there. So that's my story about it. And, and, and I mean, so you have not seen And then homophobia. I can play right-wing devil's advocate and go, what, do you want to be in crack-filled D.C.? And be like, yeah, I do. That'd be fucking tremendous. Yeah, absolutely. I went there in the late 80s. I worked in D.C. in 89. One of the best summers of my entire life. Truly one of the best summers of my... When I look back on experiences of being a... Like going from a teenager into becoming more of an adult, I look at that summer. It was a great summer. I partied hard in DuPont Circle, the gay area, otherwise known as the Fruit Loop. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the summer that Crocious bought his real first six string. (laughs) (laughs) That was the summer of 89. It was a great summer. The A's won the World Series that year. I went and saw him play in Baltimore. Oh, it was a good summer. I I got loaded. I drank a lot of booze. Hell yeah. (laughs) I really got my party on there. I, that even matched up. You were talking about getting loaded, and we got an emotional person talking on the phone. <laughs> I'm just so drunk right now. So, the, so the, the plot of this is Channing Tatum is a uh, is a Capitol uh, Police officer John oh. Kale. Ooh, ooh, that's a good name. Yeah, John Kale was, just, wasn't he in the Velvet Underground? Yeah, you know, so. John Kale, the Veggie Boys. <laughs> Velvet Underground is like they're good, but they if you listen to one song, you've heard every Velvet Underground song. Uh, they were a, a seminal band for my. Development oh, real musically. lo-fi. Yeah, they were yeah. the f- probably the first band that I think would probably make you feel like, oh, I could do this. Oh, absolutely. And, and that's they say why they were so influential is they actually kind of opened up for punk in that sense. And so people were like, oh, like they always said this about the Velvet Underground. They didn't sell many albums, but everyone who bought the album formed a band. You know, so like it had that little level of impact on music. So Channing Tatum got denied his dream job of protecting James Sawyer, <laughs> President James Sawyer, President who's Jamie Foxx. He who's took Ch- over for fucking uh, Obama. No, for who was uh, Morgan Freeman always played the black president. Oh, yeah, exactly. The baton was passed as a member so, of the uh, more Service. information. So he so he now he needs to prove himself because the White House gets fucking taken the fuck down. Who do we got in this fucking film here? Oh, yeah. Tatum Fox. Oh, this is a good cast. We've got Ma- Maggie Gyllenhaal, Jason Clark, who I don't know who that is. Oh, you know Jason Clark. He's been in all his, all his Planet of the Ape movies. Oh. He's good. He, he's a totally good actor. Richard Jenkins. James. He, he this, fucking sexually harasses people. Yeah. Well, Joey King is obviously, it's Mila Kunis Light or Mila Kunis Light or whatever. They, yeah. They, they just have the that. Zima version of my, Mila Kunis. <laughs> exactly. Zima Kunis. You know, when, when I was younger, James James Woods was deemed kind of an indie film guy when I was younger. Lift, you know? skip. Like he was deemed kind of a, he would do obscure sort of a, he, he, the fact that he's become like the scumbag. <laughs> 
<laughs> he definitely cornered that market of like the scumbag dude. Got a Roddy Piper documentary. <laughs> oh, I watched this. I watched this this week. You they get into his like, they don't get into it because I guess he had a bad childhood, but he won't talk yeah. about it. I think he got his butthole diddled a little bit. Oh, man. They a lot of those macho about- guys don't want to talk about it because even his wife said you would have had to ask him because he didn't even really tell us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, I'm sure he did not. I mean, whatever. He was. He, it's an overcompensation when, when, when you're. When you're that sort of heavy-handed in your facade, it's an overcompensation. Yeah. Well, yeah. and then you, when you don't get an opportunity to buy your real first six string, <laughs> you have a bad. You can't shake that kind of emotion <laughs> off. You got to get your emotions out somehow. I got a call from Roddy. Said, "Mr. McMahon, Charles, call. Let's go, fucking Sergeant Slaughter. Let's go to the bar and smash a pint bottle into someone's face because they call wrestling fake." Again, you know, you know, some Ric Flair had the best take, and they say it's not fake; it's choreographed, but it's not fake. Oh, look at this! We got an advertisement for my shit AEW here. (laughs) So they're gonna have a blood and guts match. The Roman Empire is declining. It is declining. Yep. Now we're back at Aquaman. What an attractive man. Twister. We got what a movie filled night. We got yeah. a lot of options for the second half. I, 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 like, I got classic stuff here. Uh, some Twister would be good. Twister. When this movie came out, Keith, this I remember in my mind being like, this was like a cutting edge, like kind of cinematography. It was sort of like a breakthrough, this, like my, a Jurassic all, Park. My Uncle Ed had that purple minivan. My grandparents <laughs> got into a very serious car accident into that van. Yeah. So my grandpa already back in the day so let me give you the history of my grandpa's medical ailments yeah he started out a fucking baby greatest generation grew up on the south side yeah went and fought in world war ii probably cheated on my grandma yeah belted a gal every now and again real 20s guy yeah killed some people he was he was a signalman he didn't kill shit oh he was in the navy he got drunk and fell off boats (laughs) he was a great guy though the good thing for me is i knew him when he was like 60 and 70 so he was grandpa yeah he had yeah. lost all his teeth literally and physically and emotionally yeah, yeah yeah couldn't hit me anymore so he was i always looked at him as a good guy but i found out he wasn't yeah yeah <laughs> so he gets mouth cancer when my sister is a baby and has to quit smoking he used to smoke unfiltered lucky strikes oh, it's such a ma- it's such an old school cigarette my grandfather smoked uh, camels unfiltered camels and lucky strikes on a kid oh wait too. no check this out too uh, palm so, all, palm so after and then right after the fucking mouth cancer he kicked that didn't didn't fuck with them that yeah. just german fucking suburb dna fucking yeah. beat it out yeah then he has a stroke they say he goes into the bathroom to shit comes out doesn't know where he is yeah probably because he's grunting so hard yeah, he pops something in his head. Had a brain hemorrhoid. Absolutely, that's, that's why Elvis died. He died because he was because he had the pill pill addiction, so he couldn't shit. Yeah, he was constipated. But go ahead. So then the stroke happens, and that's like the beginning of him like being old. The decline. The decline. Yeah. Yep. My dad had a stroke too. It's funny how the fucking the genetics yeah. run down. Yeah. His was crack induced and alcohol induced. <laughs> oh, man. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. similar. Yeah. Absolutely. So then, then I come into the picture. I yeah. always knew him as like, oh yeah, he had a stroke one day, lost all his memory. He had throat cancer. Sure. So he's dealing with all that. So when I was growing up, he was kind of like rough. He got emphysema. Yeah. And then he used to have to go to the doctor all the time. And one day on the way to the doctor in the purple minivan. Yeah. All right, we're back. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. In the purple minivan that we're that we're seeing on Twister right now, exactly. We're so they're riding in the purple minivan. We're still on track. Yeah. 
get T-boned on the way to the doctor. Uh, that's not a good one. Um, so someone's going pretty fast. My grandma and my uncle Ed are fine, but my grandpa's fucked up. Because he's he, in the back. He already was only breathing on half of, like, <sighs> on one lung. Like, <sighs> one lung was shut down from the emphysema. Yeah. The other one collapsed in the car accident. Ooh. So then from the, when I was, like, 12 on. Yeah. He was fucked up. He was yeah. on oxygen. He had to have home care. He was be- breathing on half of one lung, basically. Ooh, yeah. He used yeah. to say funny shit all the time. He'd have to go to the hospital multiple times a week, and the cops would come to accompany the EMTs. Yeah, yeah. And one day he goes, hey, can you pump a couple bullets in me? <laughs> like, he was a funny guy. <laughs> but then funny. after he died, isn't it funny how after someone dies, they, they'll get a little wine in them, and they'll be like, you know, your grandpa was a real piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, well, I mean, I guess he went through a depression and a world yeah. war. I mean, it's a see, that's kind of what I look forward to have a kid is I now have this pandemic to hold over my child forever. <laughs> you think it was bad? I had to watch TV, you know, TV all day. You're you know? staying in here and fucking your robots and living your sim life. I had to do it. I know. You I have an actually- option to go outside. Actually, they won't. There'll be yeah. more famine when my children are around. Yeah, I wonder. I, I wonder the next one, the, the next big crisis. Because I feel like ever since September 11th, we'd have a wave of a crisis, some self-induced, some out of our control. The Iraq war, the financial crisis of 08, and now obviously the Trump presidency with this pandemic. Uh, those are those have been crises. What, uh, what been, an analogy. You're talking about all these things colliding, like two tornadoes converging see, on a fucking... this wasn't the case in the 90s. We had to create nature being the enemy. Yeah. It wasn't the the other person it was armageddon that is a great you know? fucking point no, because of because it was post uh, dinosaurs post, tornadoes absolutely because it was post cold war uh, the soviet union was gone so that that menace was taken away so there was a real like a loosening up in a way i think for myself in the was. 80s was very mystical romancing the stone the golden child there was always like the <laughs> the warlock enemy yeah <laughs> but also there was a lot of cold war top gun yeah. obviously i mean red Isn't, dawn uh, well, uncommon valor there were so were many you cold shocked? War. every james bond movie was would a cold you war say movie. that die hard was a like Oh man, it's like a Swedish villain. Like, were you shocked that it wasn't like a communist? Like, exactly. oh, this is like a Vlinder Schindler. Yeah, they were wrong footing. They were wrong footing. You know, that they were wrong footing the audience, which was which is smart of them. You know what I mean? Like, it made it a more refreshing thing because we had seen. And by that time, by the late eighties, everyone knew the Soviet Union was actually going to collapse. So, frankly, it, it's the fear was kind of like war. I mean, war games. Obviously, it was a complete Cold War movie. That was all gone. So it was like, well, who's the enemy now? We've won. The United States has won, so who's the enemy? Oh, it's nature. It's army. It, it, it's asteroids. It, it, it's dinosaurs Look coming how back. They get. You know, it, it, it's nature. You know, this is after Trump. <laughs> this is how we feel after Trump. Yes. <sighs> and then this is QAnon. There's pedophiles gonna fall from the sky. That's Jamie Gertz trying to owner have a, a of mature, the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, from the North Shore suburbs. Through marriage. Yep. She's from, she's from Highland Park. Yeah. She, she went Chicago to like... Chicago gal. We got fucking the late great Philip Seymour Hoffman. And, and also uh, uh, Bill, pa- or, uh, Bill Paxton. Okay. He's done. He's done too. Did he die? Yeah, he's, he's been dead for like six years. Look at that. Isn't that crazy? He was 61 years old. Directed that, that's the, not Bill Paxton. You know, Bill Pullman and Bill Paxton, you always confuse in the 90s. But he's Bill Paxton. Bill Pullman's alive and well. Yeah, Bill Pullman's alive. Wrong but, Bill died. Exactly. But yeah, but this this guy died. and he, I mean, he was a star. He was great in Weird Science. Look at that little homunculus lady with the glasses. She's one of my favorites. Yeah, she's like... 
She yells things in the background. She eats that potatoes. Dude. He's a very serious, talented actor. Absolutely. absolutely. He fucking actually probably chased tornadoes to get into the vibe. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And Philip Seymour Hoffman's in this. And he's I actually it. developed a real fear of weather for they this had movie. Cameron from fucking from Ferris Bueller. He had a career no, 10 years later. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Rabbit. Rabbit is good. <laughs> Rabbit is wise. I fucking love this movie. He was in speed. <laughs> this is one of the greatest scenes ever. Because I, I love the food. It makes me want to live on a farm and slaughter cows and have big yeah. T-bones yeah. with piles of mashed potatoes. Absolutely. Just it's, get fat as fuck. Well, no, I tell you, I there's bet no you reason wouldn't. to be beautiful in the middle of the country. But also, I bet you eat that way. It's not preservatives. You got to be in the, you got to work the land a little bit. You need a hearty meal. You end up like Brock Lesnar. You're, you're, you're working your body. You know, you got to do that. So you better be nourished appropriately. So, hey, speak, speaking of Brock Lesnar, who had a ill-fated tryout with the Minnesota Vikings many years ago. The NFL draft was uh, it was happened. This, yes, was this was this week, and I I was mildly entertained by it because you know what life is like now, and I'm still even though I've been vaccinated, uh, I'm still staying uh, in. Uh, 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 I got to go back. Thank God that was a commercial. I was hoping to get some draft stuff, some yeah. some like, but you know, sports is iffy on the live stream. Yeah, but yeah, it happened. We, uh, both our teams draft quarterbacks. Mine is a better prospect. I get to finally hold that over anyone's head. Not even you as a Viking. The Bears yeah. finally drafted a quarterback. Well, they, they, I think they got a good one. I, I mean, I like him. I think I think he's solid. I mean, I think it's – and they handled it well. Well, and, and here's – I was talking about – we were t texting about it a little bit. For the last 10 years, through high school and college, they've been saying Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence were one and two. One and one A, they even said. Yeah. And then – one not good game against my Northwestern Wildcats, who, who had a top five defense in the country. Uh, they had, had three defensive players drafted. So you know, he, and he two in the first round. He has a rough game against well, them. The I think round. he cracks his ribs too. Yeah. But they end up winning twenty two to ten. That tanks him a little bit. Then they find out he has epilepsy in the off season, which is easily controllable yeah. with a pill. Even yeah. my mom has it, and yeah. she even stopped taking her medication, and it took three months to have a seizure because yeah. it stays in your blood. It has to like completely circulate out. Yeah, yeah. So with that, thank God they're stupid because that that made him tumble to the because he should have been the number two overall pick. Yeah, by like the last decades worth of research, it's the anti Trubisky in that sense. You know what I mean? So maybe poetically he'll turn into Patrick Mahomes. And then we'll, we'll also be excited about that. Is maybe he's going to turn into Mahomes. No one's going to turn into Mahomes. Exactly. I know exactly. I'm, I'm hoping he could be, be smart. I'm hoping he could be Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Oh no. Hey, listen, you're just going to get a playmaker. Or Russell back Wilson. A guy who can, Russell, okay. Russell Wilson would be very good. He is man. Cause Russell Wilson is a very cerebral quarterback. He's fucking smart as They hell. didn't used to say that about black guys back in the day. <laughs> they didn't say that about Vince Evans. I was telling her, Vince Evans. I was telling Larry yeah. that <laughs> there was a time when I was a kid where it was legitimate and not racist to say that there would never be a great black quarterback. Oh, exactly. When they I would grew up. throw all kinds of like, there's too much pressure. Oh, it's I, a cerebral position. They get too emotional. They don't understand leadership that well. They're always dinking and dunking back there. You know, and trying to make a play. You know, they don't know how to read I defense. Love them. I love them. <laughs> I like Sammy I'm Davis Jr. I'm not saying they can't live next door to me. I just don't want him to quarterback. I, I'm saying my team. that. I'm saying that too. No, but it, it is. It is the truth. I remember in the seventies, literally Doug Williams. Doug was Williams, the first black, black. Well, there was a first guy, good black quarterback. There, yeah, exactly. Consistent. I mean, I think that. Uh, then he played for the shit Bucks. The oh yeah, shit, it was horrible. The, the horrible. Buccaneers. Yeah, yeah. Him and Ricky Bell. They made the playoffs in '79. They went to the NFC Championship, and then game they in drafted their their great white hope, Stephen Young. 
Well, well, yeah, they drafted him, but they also had a guy named Ricky Young who got cystic fibrosis. And I remember seeing he died when he was like 29 years old. Hell yeah. And he was great for about two years. And then his production went down because he had the disease. And his coach was John McKay. John McKay was his coach. who was a legend from USC. He was interviewed and he was like, when I first heard of his diagnosis, I thought he had a bad case of Southern California-itis. Oh. Like he missed being... No, he's no. a faggot. But, but also just like he's weak-minded. No, the guy has an ailment, cystic fibrosis. Bro said he dies in his 20s. Okay, this is an NFL athlete. You know, he beat his body up and he died. So, I mean, it, it was just anyway. Yeah, Doug Williams was, dude. I, named, you know what? I read speaking a, of a guy named Gilliam who was quarterback. Too, yeah, for the, for the, uh, Didn't and he James play for the Bears. Harris, well, no, Vince Evans played for the Bears in 80, 1980, and he was he played, he started for two or three years. Him and he was Bob like the first Vic. Didn't they say he actually was like lightning quick? Listen, he, he was pl- like the Vic before Vic, well, Vic without an arm. Yeah, I mean, he had a uh, he was well, I hate to say this. He was a good athlete, which of course was always a big a euphemism too, you know. Would, but he could he he played as a backup for the Raiders until ninety five. I'm interested he had a 15 to, seventeen year career. You came up during Andre Ware. Okay, oh, Andre bum. Ware was one of bum. Andre Ware is listed as one of the biggest bus ever. No, well that, but he's also listed as one of Mel Kuyper's most high highest rated quarterbacks. He's up there with it's Elway Luck, Trevor Lawrence, and then Andre, Andre Ware <laughs> of like how he was coming out of college. Well, his numbers were unbelievable. Him and Carmichael were equals, right? Like, weren't, didn't they play together? Or, Carmichael. Or uh, Cunningham? Cunningham. No, no. Cunningham was before him. Cunningham I was drafted in 84 by the <clears throat> Eagles, actually. Uh, and, or maybe 85, you know. But yeah, he was... Uh, he was system based. He came out in 1990. He won the uh, the Heisman in 1990. He had a he threw for like I don't know 4,800 yards or 5,100 yards and had like you know 48 touched. He had amazing numbers. But it was that Houston system that Case Keenum played in. Also, Case Keenum I think is the all time leading passer. I think he has the most yards passing in college history. But it was very system yeah, oriented he too. And he, and, he, and he went to the Lions, which you know you're going to the Lions. But they had him and then they had Barry Sanders. The Lions were actually competitive back then. But he, he just did not develop. There's a lot of quarterbacks. I mean, whatever. I mean, there's a lot of quarterbacks. Just do- it's a hard position. You know, it's the hardest position in sports, and the pressure is huge. Yeah, they can't handle the pressure. James Harris coached or, or uh, was a quarterback for the Rams in 74 as a black quarterback. He said that. James, and they should have gone to the Super Bowl. It's because they had him as a quarterback. He wasn't a leader. No, no. It's because the weather was minus 10 in Minnesota, and, and no one could play the game. That It distorted the Vikings' greatness of the 70s because the weather was so fucking cold up there. You did not play an NFC championship game in Minnesota and win. It just wasn't going to happen. So the Bears got Josh Fields from I like Ohio it. State. I like it. And there were already a lot of people being like, well, they they tr- he's a better player, but they still shouldn't have gave up so much for him. They they no. gave away to farm for no, him. No, no, you know something, Keith? They did not. No. People That's said what that someone at dumb. the improv told me last night. I was like, they kind of gave up a lot for him. And he goes, no, they fucking didn't. No. He goes, no. what did you give up for him? I was like, this year, we only give up a first round pick and a fifth round pick. And he was like, that's it. He, he was like, well, he I goes, think, whatever's after that doesn't fucking matter. You yeah. have Justin Fields now. Yeah, exactly. No, I mean, it's worth That's doing. kind of what they did for Khalil Mack. When they traded and signed Khalil Mack, they said like, well, the first round pick this year is Khalil Mack. Yeah, exactly. We're essentially drafting him. Yeah. And then hopefully next year he'll be a difference maker. So like it was really the Mitch trade that fucked him up because yeah. they gave away like legit high round yep. second, third round picks for the next four years. Yep. 
which and they're probably saying, "Hey, well, that's what Ryan Pace." So, what's your what's your take on Ryan well, Pace now? I think he's like when uh, Edward Edward Norton went to jail. He still has <laughs> so he's been ass raped by. He still the... has swastika tattoos all over his body. But, yeah, but you know, I wear long sleeves now. And to be quite honest with you, I've I like Justin now that I've hung out with him. But honestly, Justin's a really ambiguous name. I thought he was white. I did not know he was black, but rest. Matt's assured me he's one of the good ones. <laughs> Dwayne Kennedy had some good posts. Did you see some of Dwayne Kennedy's yeah. posts about just like black White, quarterbacks? Black quarterbacks matter. matter. <laughs> like he he <clears throat> he hated Mitch Trubisky. Dwayne Kennedy hated Mitch Trubisky. Money Mitch. You know, I still want Mitch to flourish. I, I, I want I, I want Josh Allen to break his knee in half. You, and have Mitchell Trubisky come fucking Frank Reich their way back into the playoffs. I, I bet you he has some moments and flashes where he's he'll be a okay. fantastic backup that, quarterback. Yeah, exactly. He'll be the new version of what Nick Foles is. Yeah, of like because Nick Foles is a pocket passer. Trubisky will be the like a quarterback breaks his neck yeah, and yeah. he comes in and fucking wins you six games to get into the playoffs. Well, I don't know if he's capable of doing that. But but I think he's capable of winning games. I do think that. I think he won a playoff game too. But I don't think he's capable of. Or even something weird. If they're in a regular season game, it's tied, and you want to throw him in like like they do with Taysom Hill. Yeah. In, oh yeah. In, oh, oh yeah. No, in exactly. New Orleans, yeah, we're like, yeah. oh, they're Trubisky's in. They're running well, it, or something like that. Well, that's the thing about it. if they're you know Buffalo's good. You know, and if they're ahead in games by like 17 points in the fourth quarter, get his ass in or there. Or you could you know? do it where you put Trubisky at quarterback, put Josh Allen at wide receiver. You do a fucking snap, and you have yeah. Josh Allen run around, and then you can either have Allen take it, yeah, and and then throw to a receiver. You can have Mitch run. There's like options. <laughs> no, they're they. Were, can you have two quarterbacks Buffalo's on the field good. at once? Uh, I wonder how it's going to work out now. I mean, if you, I think you have to report maybe as a position. Can Mitch player. play defense? No. I'm just, <laughs> Tim Tebow tried out his tight end for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He wants to go wow. s- fucking suck on the utter of Urban Meyer again. D- is he Urban Law's been so bad since I left you. Is he women try to make the team. Women want to have sex with me. It's awful. What's disturbing to me, I was watching all the build-up for the quarterbacks, that guy Mac Jones, which I thought I, I texted Mitch Jones him, or, or whatever, whatever the, guy, the guy was taken by the, yeah, the, the Patriots. Patriots. I, and when it was him and Fields, I was like, they're going to take the white guy. They're going to take the oh, white everybody guy. Everybody thought it. You know, but it's like, you know no, what? Actually, smart. so the Bears were going to do what I wanted them to do, but they were going to fuck up doing it. So there were several rumors going on. One that they were going to trade up, do the same trade that they made for Mac Jones, but they were also saying that they were going to trade up to 11 to draft Kellen Mond. Oh, my God. That would have been a disaster. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's a two, three-year project. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they have That's to. trying. They were talking about it today. That's trying to be smarter than everybody. There are some GMs who try and be the genius. Like, I'm going to pick the fucking, I'm going to, the diamond in the rough. I, I find the diamonds in the and, rough. And if there's one thing with the track record of, uh, Rick Spielman, GM of the Minnesota Vikings, he is not a Mensa member. Just letting you know that he is a unintelligent. He is an unintelligent man. I bet you he didn't choose Kellen Mond. Okay, here's the thing about it. Okay, maybe I don't know. Maybe he did. No, 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 because he would do that. He would try to think he's smarter than everyone else. No, he would try and do that. He's a he's a nimrod in that regard. I don't like him. (laughs) I don't like him. I really don't like him. So okay, here's the deal. I I had the hunch two weeks going. I was like, they're going to trade their first round pick. So they're, they're going to trade down to get more picks because that's his style. They had four third-round picks and four fourth-round picks, but they didn't have a second-round pick because they traded that for a DN last year who they traded to the Ravens in a nimrod, stupid move by that moron GM of theirs. 
So, okay, so they trade down nine spots. And they still get an offensive lineman, but they don't get a second-round pick. I was like, they, only, they should only do it if they get a second-round pick. They got a higher third-round pick, but... So, Dude, and, it's I was, I was thinking of a name for it as I was walking to the picks. improv. They had mid-card fucking... They had just fucking middle-of-the-road meat fucking eight third-round picks, five fourth-round picks. They just... They always do that. It seems like a... Because a, there are, I will say... I think a majority of the NFL players that last come in the second or third round. Like oh yeah. A lot oh, yeah, of the, yeah. a lot of the NFL lifers. So I would think a lot of GMs might think like, well, we'll just stock up second and third round picks yeah. and we'll have a more, we won't get the flash. Do you know who used to do that? But we'll have a sustained team. Do you know who used to do that? Uh, the Joe Washington Gibbs. Redskins. Joe exactly. Gibbs. Yes. The Washington Redskins. They didn't have a we'll first round Mark pick. Schlereth. They didn't have a first round pick for like 10 drafts in a row. It was like Art Monk to someone in the late 80s and they won three Super Bowls. Because they just always would trade their first round pick. And, and, and they and they would get up. Bobby Beathard was a very shrewd GM and, and they, they got Dexter Manley in the fifth round. They got all these offensive linemen. They when did for, they get Green, their safety? Oh, oh Daryl. Oh, they got him. He was a late round pick in the uh, in the 83 draft. Daryl Green. He, you know, Willie Galt could. I guess I read this. I looked at Willie Galt's Wikipedia. Willie Galt, because I, you know, he was the fastest wide guy receiver to Bears for the Bears. That's when Dicka got too much power and he traded Former Willie Galt. Sprinter, absolutely. But he was never. He could never beat Daryl Green. He was always the second fastest guy in the NFL. Daryl Green played the, until 1999. He was totally fat. It was incredible. He I mean, he was a sick athlete. The, the famous play of him. He won that he won Super Bowls in the 80s and then he was on the 93 Ripon team too, wasn't oh, he? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he he won the he he was on No, he wasn't on their first Super Bowl championship team. He was drafted in 83. I think he was actually the last pick of the first round, but he was from an obscure college, but he was incredibly fast. There's a famous play against uh, the, the Cowboys, Monday Night Football, 1983. Tony Dorsett, who was one of the greatest running backs of that era, busted a play. He was going to get a 70-yard touchdown run. And all of a sudden, you see this guy come from nowhere and tackle him like eight yards short of the end zone. Like No one tackled Tony Dorsett. Like he was fast. He was a you know, former Heisman Trophy, and this guy, and he, he played for fucking seventeen or eighteen years. But he was from obscure college. But I want to go back with, with, with the Queens. They didn't get a second round pick. I'm like, he's he's an idiot. I don't. I, I just don't like their GM. I don't. I, I don't like. I mean, they made some good picks, but the 14th pick with the Jets got that 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 guard is like Bucky Brooks was saying. He's going to be a Pro Bowl, not an All Pro, not, not a a Pro Bowl guy. He's going to be a pro, like a, an All Pro, like one of the best guards. In football in two or three years. I mean, that's how much he gushed over him. It's like, then draft the best player at that point. You didn't get that much. They got two third round picks. It's something. They got something, you know, but, and they got a first round pick. They swapped the first rounds and they got two third. Did round they get picks. any O linemen to build around Kellen? Oh, yeah. Well, their first round pick was a, uh, was a guy from Virginia Tech. He was the third best offensive tackle. Also, you know? Cousins needs some padding too. <clears throat> well, what I like about it, what I, what I like he about it, he can study it, Christ with Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Cousins can put them on the straight and narrow. Absolutely. You've ever had sex? That ain't going to happen anymore. I know. <laughs> You're going to get married first. <laughs> and oh, yeah. They, they draft. What I like about it is they also drafted a guard from Ohio State in the third round who was who won the uh, offensive lineman of the year in, 19, uh, in 2019. But he had a, kind of a bad year last year. But they showed us highlights, and he's just gigantic. He's Here a strong go. man. Back to Croce's childhood. So, so what I like about it, what I like about it is I was actually in college for this one. I was 20 years old. They shot this one, two, three, back to back. Exactly. That was like a new thing. Uh, I remember, but, but, but they had, uh, 
with uh, well, they drafted two big offensive linemen. They've tried to do this bullshit zone blocking scheme, and it just hasn't worked. And I've been like, they have got to get big guys. So this guy from Virginia Tech is 6'6", 325, and, and the guard is 6'5", 320. So they got guys who are like big. I usually big assume guy. any offensive lineman, I, I, it baffles me how offensive linemen can bust out. <clears throat> you know, if you're 6'6", 320, you should be able to hold a guy in front of you. Yeah, but guys are fast, the feet. Man. I think it's the feet. Yes. I think it's the quick feet. Absolutely. It's a, that, that, that is, yeah, absolutely. That is hardcore. I wonder yeah. if there's ever been a guy 6'6", 320, and he lines up and takes a block and just immediately snaps his fucking oh, leg sure. when I'm he sure. takes the pressure of a lineman I, coming sure. in. I'm sure. I'm sure it's happened. I'm sure it's happened. Absolutely. <sighs> just on, I know. Yeah, with a Joe Thigh. The cleat gets you know? caught. Yeah, this was. I remember this movie. I liked it initially. The first half, it's of it. wild. Yeah, yeah, it's too wild. I feel like they try and match the first one, and I've heard there's kind of inaccuracies to like the, the end timelines. of the end of the first one is a little different. Like you can tell it's shot differently. Like yeah. there's things in the first ending that's not in the beginning of the second movie. Yeah. And they had to show the last 20 minutes of the first movie at the beginning of the second one because they were like, just in case you Didn't don't remember. remember. Yeah, yeah. Because this was, it was seven four, years ago. It was four years later. It was 89. I remember I went to this with a couple friends of mine from college. We snuck in a six-pack of Michelob. And I, the first one I opened, I dropped it and shattered. It was a full beer and shattered. <laughs> and I was like really upset because I wanted to drink that beer. You know, I was like, God. Did you get another one? Well, then I drank. But we, we were down one beer, though. You know, we, we snuck beers in. Yeah. It wasn't like the hipster, you know, theater now. We Crow drink. dropped a soldier. You know, <laughs> So, but, but I remember also watching this and loving the first half of this, but then the second half, all at the end of it is just an advertisement for the third one. And I was like, well, I've been gypped here. You see, this is, this is the difference between you and me. This is the difference between the you and like, wait, you, no, you I thought love it, the, I thought the advertisement for the second movie for the third one was just at the credits of the second. Well, movie. yeah, but yeah, it, it was like the last, it was like the last five minutes, I'd say. And I remember being totally upset about that and be like, no, I want this to be a discreet movie. So they experience. kind of close out the second movie and then telling you, you got to come to the third and then in five minutes the they're like we come to the third one because it's going to be about something completely different which is what they do in all comic book movies it's just like even though i i Doesn't love the Justice second League? one end with them coming he's in the garage with his like he finally fixed his family and then like they say like oh doc's out well doesn't he get a postcard from 1700 or I something think, like that yeah the 18th the 19th century yeah exactly you know i did like the biff undercurrent of this i like that a lot oh also uh uh the weird guy who plays marty mcfly he's not in this yeah they hired someone and put like a mask on him and <laughs> to, that's why he's in and uh to play boy, michael j fox no to play the dad to oh oh who play, who's the actor that plays marty mcfly's crispin, dad crispin, crispin glover. glover yeah absolutely crispin glover has a life feud with these movies because they got a double and said it was him wow so he sued bob geldoff or whatever the fuck this guy or whatever the guy's name the is bob something name. yeah 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 and wow. yeah so he always goes on a rant if you ask him about that he wrote a whole book about it you have to read the book but i would when i was in, in college you were like hip if you like crispin glover because he was like deemed this very quirky actor you know he's a very quirky he was in river's at river's edge by the way which i watched two oh, weeks ago here we great. go we're gonna play our favorite game here we, we're closing in we got 46 <sighs> minutes into the first half here yeah i like this too so this is, okay we're gonna we guess, got, guess the valentine's Guess the plot line of Hallmark. Okay, so he owns this chocolate shop. She is, uh, let me get a name on it. Love, she, Romance, and Chocolate. 
Okay. They get pretty so, people on this. She's a cute woman. He God, owns she's it. She's so pure. I think she's coming in to buy chocolate for a friend. She doesn't like Valentine's Day. She just likes to sit with her cat. He is running this shop. Oh, that's my grandfather's recipe. Okay, yeah. Maybe yeah. something like that. This is like the, the kryptonite chocolate. He just loves chocolate. Uh, possibly a family recipe, but he definitely loves Valentine's Day because he provides the joy for people. And she but he has she clearly, no acne. <laughs> she's she's faking. I think. Look at the face. Ever thought about doing a little? So what? So oh, oh, now? Oh, oh. No, maybe she's okay. Okay. No, yeah. Don't knock it till you try it. She made she made a correction to the recipe, so that tells me something about her character. That she's like a critic of some sort. Okay, she might be a yeah. food critic, and he yeah. might be a garbage fucking half ass. Like, oh, this one's fucking pink. Here, try this. Yeah, I'm gonna leave it. Oh, okay, okay. I think maybe he thought he was gonna impress her. But she wasn't as impressed. Okay, so this is a meeting of like maybe they're super like Valentine's Day people, and he's no. no I think you're right. I, I think she's actually a, she's she. Her heart has been broken. Your your instincts are right on that. She, she, and she she doesn't believe in in, in, in uh, Valentine's Day. But she might be a food well, she's critic. A cri she's a food critic of some sort. We'll see what the friends have to say, and then we'll make okay. our prediction. Here, let's get dialed. It's completely normal. Yeah. I should just you know take it easy for a while. Yeah, it sounds to me like you should be at home. I tried to sell her. Look, it's almost Valentine's Day. She can't work on the Royal Chocolatier submission and run the shop at the same time. I'll get Chloe to do the register. She's part-time, Luke. Okay, hey, obviously, that's James the Bailey's here, baby. That's the problem. That they, I mean, that's the dilemma, right, is that they're explaining the dilemma. Okay, so, maybe, so now let's go into it. So what are you saying? So what, what's your guess? Guess what do you think the plot is now? He runs a shop. She, she's a critic of some sort. Oh. Uh huh. I got you. We can't. No more clues. You got to guess. She makes stuff to, to rave reviews, I might add. Rave reviews. She, she, she's a food critic. Yeah, she's a food critic. But I don't quite understand what the drama was with her and well, him. Wait, wait, so, well, let's see what an American chocolatier enters a contest to become the chocolatier for the royal family of Belgium. Oh, yeah. Okay. She's focused on winning the contest. The ad exec in charge of the contest publicly ends up winning her heart. Okay. This is a that's a that's a nice yeah. little uh, well, I the royal four, twist. Well, the, the obviously there was the accents going on, but they were British, not Belgian. Although Belgian chocolate is deemed very good chocolate, like beers. So God. she works at a chocolate shop now. Just uh, how, a downgrade. How tall do you think that actress is? <laughs> um, four, I don't. Four Lacey. Four I think her name is Lacey something. Probably, but, uh, yeah, five foot two. Yeah, she's almost no, midget. She's like five five foot. She's teeny. They, the camera, they, they like those short actors, Tom Cruise and, you know, I, I'd be too gawky on film. I'm too, I have too big of a head, <laughs> but that's well, something. You got to frame too. that in. You frame that in, you, you, know? You, you know, you edit stuff like that out. They'd shave, shave a little bit of that egg off. <laughs> exactly. You know, I, I watched the Justice League movie. Okay. In, in, did I tell you, we talked about this the last time, maybe? I mean, you've mentioned it. I don't think we've gotten it. It's, it's long. You don't like the backstory. I, 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 yeah. It, I watched, I watched eight times yeah eight 30 minutes well, it's, it's parts it's the it's, it's eight literally parts. it is four hours long did you end it whenever it would end a part you would turn it off yeah yeah i kind of use that as a as, but here's one thing i did like about it i got to admit it i did like about it gal gadot well yeah of course that goes without saying i did like the dark side thing of like 
him basically they're trying to rip into the earth <laughs> and rip into our, our, our time continuum over there they're just trying to rip into our world and just literally take it over and i kind of like the idea of like hey it was kind of touch and go like i actually bought into the drama enough of it you know that it was touch and go because because steppenwolf's a pretty good bad guy but the scene when dark side crushes steppenwolf's head <laughs> i'm 52 years old i'm saying this <laughs> did you like it yeah, it's parts of it, yes, but again, too much backstory. God, and I realize it's it's a trilogy, but it does that manipulative thing of you got to watch because Dark Side's like, well, I have to do it the old way. It's like, okay, so then we'll watch the fourth installment of this. God, enough of just manipulating me to buy more of this. It's just like I want it to be its own discrete movie experience. Hence, again, my my ire with Back to the Future too. I want it to be its own thing. You wrap it up, and then part three is it's like an entirely different experience. Don't make it an advertisement for part three. I found that I don't like that. I don't. Like that choice. Well, you were also half in the bag, so yeah. <laughs> I had. That's a Michelob. Was bullshit. Like a, <laughs> yeah, I could drink back. Here we go. Boy. Storm of, of suspicion. This is the fucking murder show. Yeah. So yeah, we got to finish the NFL yeah. draft. So they got yeah. Kellen Mond. He can learn behind Cousins. Justin Fields. I think if they needed to, if fucking if Dalton broke his leg, Fields is day one starter. Uh, if they're not playing very well after about week three or four, Fields will be the starter. Because I think Nagy will know the first time Justin Fields throws a football at practice, whether or not they got the... They said that with Mahomes. They said the first practice snap he took and the first kind of read and long bomb, they were like... Yeah, he got the right guy. <laughs> oh, he can do that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. they've seen it. Because exa- they've said Justin Fields, they, they listed uh, the percentage, completion percentage past the first read. And he hits 90% of his throws after the first three. Yeah. Which is a good trait. Trevor Lawrence was seventh. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I think that uh, Fields is also, I think he's tough as nails. I think he's absolutely tough as nails. He's got a Peyton Manning aspect to him. When they interviewed him, he's just like, I just want to play. I just want to get ready to get Oh, and I think he's been groomed. I think what I saw his backstory and his was his father, I think, was was a police officer or in the military. So he was just raised in a pretty disciplined, tough household, you know. So I think he's tough as nails, you know. I think he's tough. Which I'm sorry, in that weather, even with climate change, that's what Favre had. Is you got to be tough in that. He's weather, definitely going to be the first quarterback to be good out of Ohio State. I think in the pros because before it was, if you look at the past Ohio State teams that won, Troy fucking Smith. Craig yeah, Krenzel yeah. was the quarterback of, of the, the Maurice Claret team. Yeah. But like running backs always carried the back of Ohio State. Who's yeah. the fuck the fuckhead who won two Heisman's back to back? Well, Archie Griffin. He was an Ohio State guy. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And he, then he had a mediocre pro career. Maurice Claret. Art Schleister bombed out because he was a Denny McLean. Let's look up Art Schleister's Wikipedia. No, but Art Schleister has been a, was a gambling addict. He was a good quarterback. He was like he was taken in a high first round pick of the of like the eighty two draft, I think. And he ended up having to rat out the guys who were coming after him. Man, I mean, he that I mean, that guy is in prison now. He is in Nevada State Prison. When you move it to Vegas, be called Gridiron is an American you know? former Gridiron quarterback. Yeah, he he was a good quarterback, but he had a severe gambling problem. Still alive? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he's in the joint, I think. He's in the gray bar. Six thousand yards passing, one hundred and five touchdowns to twenty eight interceptions. Those are arena statistics. Oh yeah, yeah. He only yeah. had three touchdowns to eleven interceptions, a thousand yards passing. 
But he had some talent, but he, he got he I think he blew his entire signing bonus on gambling. Fourth in the eighty two NFL draft yes. by the Baltimore Colts. That was them trying to make up was that before Elway? Uh yeah. So the Elway was eighty three. So they were probably just so fucking bummed when John Elway didn't want to play for them. Well well, well no, no yeah, well, well that, that but that's why they traded him because they well we have Arch Leister. He's our quarterback. So we're gonna actually get players for for Elway, and then Elway also pimped. He pimped uh, the uh, the uh, Colts saying, "I'm gonna play baseball" because he got drafted by the Yankees and played yeah. minor league baseball. So kind of like what Rogers is doing right now. Rogers is trying to pimp the uh, play some card with the Packers, but the Packers have the power. And I tell you something, man. Uh, there's gonna be a funk in that franchise. I think this is gonna this is gonna hurt the team. I, I think it's gonna be a funk. We'll see, but I think it's gonna hurt the team. I'll be interested to see how James all Bailey says. RG three went to Baylor. I didn't say I didn't say anything. About I think uh, I think maybe I said something. No, no, yeah, yeah. I don't think we talked about RG three. Maybe we were speaking so fast. Maybe I, didn't. Maybe I think. Oh, maybe I. I don't know. It's probably because we were talking about players who went to college. Ohio State had bad quarterbacks. It was yeah. it was the main thing. And, and I, I mean, Troy Smith is a big was a was a washout. I think he might have gone to the yeah. CFL. Yeah. Well, because he, the, and that's another thing too is when I was a kid, the athletic black quarterbacks yeah. were all tiny. Even Donovan McNabb was like six foot and a half. No, no. McNabb was bigger than that. Really? McNabb was big. McNabb was a... How in the hell... This is how racist the I Big Ten the, is. When, how in the hell does does he go to Syracuse? Yeah. How is a big... He went to Mount Carmel yeah, exactly. in it's Illinois. Like, he's from he's, Chicago. He's, he's playing the Catholic League. That's good football. He's, you know? he, he should have been destined to be a Chicago Bear. Well, he, he should have been destined to be a Big Ten player, too. But no, they didn't. They didn't do that, man. They... He went to Syracuse and started all four years. But yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead, though. He's one of the first players out, even Peyton Manning. When they drafted McNabb, they made the playoffs that year. He made them good. Well, Andy Reid made them good yeah, immediately. Yeah, yeah, but he and McNabb, no, Reid coaches quarterbacks well. They made me, when I remember no. the Bears were bad during the early 2000s. And I remember I became like a side Eagles fan. Because yeah. I was like, dude, McNabb rules. I like this fat fucking oh, the Eagles cigar looking man. Deuce Staley. They had shitty wide receivers, though. Until they got T.O.? Shitty. Yeah, they had to get him, and then they went to the Super Bowl because of that, because they had James Trash and Todd Stinkston. You know, my cousin Vinny. Oh, this is when Pesci was cashing off that cred from, <laughs> from Goodfellas. You know, he, he was this an eight eight heads in a duffel bag, and I he I've had never like seen three, eight heads in a duffel bag. I never have either, but but he had like a bit of a leading man thing for about four or five years. He was also in Casino, so he had a run. Pesci did. You know? Everyone, yeah, he uh, he had enough of a run where he officially retired. Yeah, <laughs> from movies. Ralph Macchio just fucking floundered yeah, he, out. Uh, he was just like, I, buddy, I gotta still get a check. When was The Outsiders? Uh, nineteen eighty three. Do for Johnny. Do we, do, we gotta do that movie's too much. I like moments of it, but it's too fucking long. It, it, it is also uh, Kevin Matt Dillon. You gotta understand Matt Dillon. When I, I remember, I remember like that's when I, I realized that women didn't like me because they all like Matt Dillon. <laughs> I wanted them to like me, and I was jealous of the fact that Did Matt you not Dillon, like him because he's a loudmouth fuck? Well, no. I, there was, you want to you know why I didn't like him? I'll tell you why I didn't like him. Because he obviously had a bad boy streak, and I know I have no bad boy streak whatsoever. I have no bad boy streak whatsoever. A very limited bad boy streak. We have streak. Midway 1976. I on. saw this one in the theater. This is like almost war footage. Yeah, this but, is like the driest fucking movie of all time. Yeah, I remember liking it because I liked war. And there's stories. I mean, this is an all-star cast, dude. All-star Heston cast. Heston Fonda. Heston and Fonda alone. Those two names alone. It was also like uh, Hal Holbrook is in this. Dude. You know. Yesterday, <laughs> this is going to make me seem too young. Yeah. I didn't know Jane Fonda was that hot. Oh, she was gorgeous. Early, early in her career, she was a beautiful woman. 
You know? Well, she's, she's still she's a good-looking older pretty, lady. Yeah, she's very pretty now. Absolutely. She's got like a robotic vibe to her. Yes, yeah. I wear a beret 24-7. <laughs> well, Stephen, I'm a revolutionary. Yeah, that whole thing, man. Like she, she That was like 60s Hollywood gone haywire. <laughs> I don't step foot. I don't support communism anymore. I don't yeah. support capitalism. I give away everything. <laughs> I go when I leave my house. I have an arm full of possessions that I just give to people. For I, I free. saw. I saw her. Uh, so she had like a documentary. It was kind of interesting. You know, she's she's had a life. You know, this is yeah. This is the the buildup of Midway. You know, is it all black and white or no, some is, of it in color? No, this is color. It's like dry color. They probably try yeah. and wore it up with the visuals. You know, yeah. But this this was deemed like a very big budget movie. Let's go for back its up time. to Twister. I didn't mind the remake of this. I, I thought the remake was okay. They did remake this, didn't you know, they? It, it, there were three World War II movies that came out in late 2019. It was this. It, it was the uh, comedy one. Oh, that, that was that, that was the best of the three. Uh, what was the what was the uh, the Hitler one? The Hitler is a best friend one. Uh, I don't. The Hitler is a uh, yeah. African kung fu Nazis. No, 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 no. The, the, <laughs> the Hitler is a best. What was it? I don't even remember what it was called. And it was a totally good script. I, I, I read the script because I liked it that much. And I can't think of the Look at name. That. Just what a bunch of fucking man. tornado warriors was, driving were, off into the sunset. You know, yeah, it, it was with Scarlett Johansson was in it. The Hitler movie with Scarlett Johansson, you know. Oh, uh, Valkyrie? Not Valkyrie. That came out in 08. Let me Google it. I'm going to Google God, Hitler movie with Scarlett Johansson in it. I am upset with myself for not jojo jojo rabbit oh jojo rabbit yeah, yeah, jojo rabbit i was that. thinking back in the day i didn't i wasn't thinking current no i'm saying because the midway yeah. the midway remake came out at the same time as yeah. jojo rabbit and then there was the um i also weirdly don't think of that as a war movie like it's about nazis but it's really just like a it's a comedy uh-oh uh-oh this is the moment I think this is a commercial. Oh yeah, because oh. they're they're watching it on Twister. Because it's the red rum of the movie too. This is when the F four. Because this movie, it's great because they they hit the Fujita scale, which is the tornado severeness scale, yeah. all in a row. The first tornado is an F one. Yeah. Well, the first one's an F five. That's when Helen hunts a little girl. Then it's yeah. an F one. Then it's an F two. This is going to be the F four. Yep. Yep. You don't even really see it. You see it rip through the fucking screen yep. a little bit. This is the moment where, and we're going to put it up because I want this as a drop when they go, Bill, it's coming. And he goes, it's already here. Because <laughs> I don't know if you knew this, Bill uh, Bill uh, Paxton, Paxton yeah. his character can predict the weather. That that's right. He can feel it. He can like feel the change. He knows it. Yeah. I can tell you this much, man. I would not want to live in Oklahoma or Missouri. They get pounded every year. Oh, they're year. right in the taint of Tornado Alley. Yeah, yeah, every year, man, they get crushed by tornadoes. Even Iowa and Illinois. Like, I'm surprised Chicago hasn't had one. But I remember there was a bad one, like maybe, was it eight years ago? Like in the southwest suburbs, there was a bad one. I think maybe even further than them. They're 50 miles further southwest of you. There was a bad one, like in 2012. Uh, and yeah I, and you could tell it was like super whenever it's like warm in november it's like uh oh this is a bad sign we yeah. never really got tornado tornadoes like yeah. it, it was always the 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 like outside of them yeah like tornadoes would always hit joliet and shit yeah yeah my dad would always say joliet is chicago's tornado alley yep yep yeah it's it's because the city's too big and there's too much hot air rising up and stuff it breaks up the it, it affects the conditions to create tornadoes just well enough that that it's amazing like that'll be a threshold if they have a tornado in chicago at some time that'll be a climate change like breakthrough moment you know 
because it'll be dangerous. It'll be dangerous. But anyway, well, this, uh, yeah, I remember seeing Twister was like. Just you know, want to let you know we're at an hour two. Sure. Of the first half, whenever you want to tail it into a break. Sure, sure. But Twister is definitely something we should uh, kind of stick with. Yeah, it's you know? over at ten thirty. We got an on. Then the Goonies is on after. We can watch fucking Corey Haim go from unmolested to molested, or Corey Feldman in the flash of a scene. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, I thought that was actually. That scene um, when they're at the bottom of the wishing well and he goes, You see this? This was my wish. And you know what happened? Steven Spielberg molested me. Yeah. That, and that was not my wish. Yeah, that was. I heard he was. Wild molested. accusations. Now we're going to get tossed off <laughs> yeah, YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Is Haim, I heard, because uh, Haim was molested, I think, on Lost Boys. Yeah, and I don't think it was Spielberg because they've basically yeah, it was come Joel out. Shoemaker. Or it was, I think it was Charlie Sheen, too. Charlie Sheen did a little fucking tugging, rubbing on him. Bizarre. But Sheen's, I think, was more of like a uh, a frat thing. Yeah, yeah, like a Hell Week thing. Yeah. You're going to roll around in broken glass. Because you got to earn your way I'm going to roll my dick in rocks and fuck you in the ass. You know, you, you know what that hazing really is about? What it's really about? It's really about... Character. It, no, yeah. What it's, about, it's about, I'm going to humiliate you because I'm afraid of you taking my position. So I'm going to use my age and my assholism. Yeah, but it'll toughen you up. Like, to go to one of those military academies, the Citadel... Virginia Military Institute? Oh, my God. We're going to throw lawn darts at your ass and make you go... <laughs> Portland isn't long. It was. I knew someone who did who was in the Citadel, and and he dropped out after like he dropped out like a month short of his first year. The first year at the Citadel was supposed to be terrible, it's supposed to really be bad. The first year, and, and when he dropped out of the Citadel, the, these two upperclassmen. He was a freshman. They didn't allow him to take a shit. They didn't allow him to take a shit for like six days. And he would have to go to the bathroom. They would, no, you're not going to go. And, then, and like he would try to sneak out at night. And they always had someone on him and wouldn't allow him to take a shit. You know, it's like, well, well, you're going to kill someone that way or something. What, what, what is the purpose of that? You know? Yeah. It, it's because, you know, you're just, you're just an asshole. Uh, whatever. It's depending upon someone. Yeah, in a, asshole. Let's you know, fuck it. You know, but it's depending upon someone in a military context. They want to make sure you're tough. You're tough. Now, maybe you're crazy, you know? And that's then, my favorite know. Biff thing that people that's I feel like that's an era of the 80s when you try and rationalize with like a creep and you go like if this is this what you depend on and they're like huh depend what do you shit your pants yeah 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 exactly. they just take one word and they're just like huh uh, yeah well, th and that that's what Trump followers do man that's basically the same sort of they don't want a reason so it's just like they're gonna make like they find know, fun one word where they can make fun of you yeah exactly you know if you that is kind of an, a, a great debate technique of like just make them seem ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely. Just make them seem like a pussy or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Undermine them. Yeah, absolutely. That's what they've done with. with but even this. undermining to me has is like educational. Undermining yeah. means like you counterpointed them. Yeah. But like calling someone a fat pig fucker. Yeah. That's just like you can't deny that. Yeah. Well, to me, it's almost because like you don't want to defend that. People don't want. Well, I'm not going to lower myself to say that I've never fucked a pig. Yeah. <laughs> but like you kind of have to when there's a, a subreddit about how the president yeah. has fucked a pig. My brother. This is a crazy. My brother used to like he was the type of guy. She's finally signing the divorce papers. This is a big thing. And throughout yeah. the, the whole movie, basically, if people don't know, if we got the youngies watching. Yeah. Twister is a movie. Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton were married. And he, the only reason he goes there is to, for her to sign these divorce papers. And he just gets tugged along to these tornado things. But now he's like into it. Yeah. Because they're chasing the fucking dragon, man. And, and they're going to eventually realize they should fall in love. Jamie Gertz is about to leave him right here. Yeah. 
It's a big moment. Two coffees, please. Two coffees. Yeah, but 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 it was uh, we were on a good point there about uh, a, oh, the toughing. The, oh yeah, the, the, oh yeah, the, that debate tactic. My brother. One of the things he liked to do, uh, which in a way I kind of respect, but also I look back on it. You're really asking for it. He loved going to a sporting event and cheering loudly for the visiting team, and like inciting arguments with people. You know, and just talking shit to a full like being a heel, but also like attacking like sort of right wing stupidity and their idiocy like he he just loved and just needling them and needling them and needling them over you just bring and over the mic in a little bit more excuse me you can just bring the sure mic sure he, he, he just loved needling people and it could be very funny but he had beers thrown on him he had i remember he got pushed around a few times uh times i wasn't he had punches thrown on him a few times bad like, move right there you know you never want your yeah. wife rotating that fucking yeah. that wedding ring God, almost off that it. finger could i want to be with this guy Will he hear me flush it down the toilet? Uh-oh. Oh, here we go. Look at that television set. Looks like our television set. Hell yeah. <laughs> this is, he's about to, he's about to taste the sky. Yep. Excuse me while I kiss the sky. <laughs> Bill know. Paxton, read the sky. About 20 miles away, a, 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 a television aerial just went down somewhere, you know. God, that is some seriously 90s clothing. Oh, she breaks his heart after the tornado hits. This is like the final straw. This is yeah. the tornado that broke the camel's back. Yeah. You ever have an F4 tornado ruin your marriage? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, dude, for all the years I live in the Midwest. You've had some emotional tornadoes. I, I, I've never, I've never seen a tornado. Neither have I. I've seen a funnel cloud and I shit my pants. Not literally, yeah. but like I was upset. Yeah, like it was, it was, yeah. It was my grandparents laughed at me once. I made them go in the basement. There was... A situation where we went to the grocery store and before we went to the grocery store a severe weather alert hit and i was like what it was spotless outside crow yeah. there was nary a cloud wow. in the wow. sky yeah so i was like what the fuck are they talking because i was obsessed with the weather i used to watch yeah. the weather channel like television yeah absolutely absolutely I, i'm a weather nerd i gave myself gray hair one time I, there was a tornado in georgia and i thought it was going to hit chicago totally <laughs> clueless on weather patterns <laughs> yeah but so we go in the grocery store when we come out it is black outside yeah like it came in it like it, that it, it wasn't like a storm came in it got created over yeah. chicago yeah yeah yep. so oh, this was cutting edge technology so we so we're driving home and i see a little funnel cloud peep down behind the community center yeah and then we drive home and we were just sitting upstairs my grandma had a police scanner so we're listening to like yep what they're saying and then i start seeing the rain flying sideways yep. and i was like we have to go in the basement and my grandpa was pissed because he was from the 20s <laughs> damn it you little you shit. fucking little pussy uh so was he we the went, grandfather who, di- who, who died before the cubs won the world series yep. uh oh three oh five oh five he died this like a week after johnny carson but 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 in oh three when oh three was like that was like i'm not oh, gonna he see was it. done he knew he wasn't he gonna it. see it yeah he was on, he was on a, an oxygen machine when they lost Ugh, that that's a sad moment uh, and you know something, Keith? I'll be there with the Minnesota Vikings. I can guarantee you. They got Kellen that. Mond now. They'll at least be in an NFC title game against the Bears. Uh, who, who knows? I, I don't. I, can you imagine these 48 to 47 fucking shootouts we're going to have with Fields and Kellen Mond? We'll, I, we'll see what Mond's like. I mean, I, I, I hope the situation. I, I haven't seen the Vikings being able to develop a quarterback ever. So we go into the ever. basement. I make my grandma bring the scanner into the basement. And while yeah. I'm plugging it in, I fucking touch the prong while i'm plugging and i electrocuted myself wow and they they laughed well my grandma was treating it a little more seriously like she kind of thought we should be in the basement but then like 
storm passes it ends up being fine it was bad enough to where there's like tree branches on the in the grass yeah yeah there's enough yeah but yeah but that was the first instance of me being a pussy i remember one time in eau claire in wisconsin uh storm came through i was talking with my buddy in the living room of my, my house we had a big house blah blah blah, big yard and we, we went inside everything was fine we went outside and a giant tree had fallen down on our yard big old i mean and it landed like literally it had been 10 feet bigger it would have hit our house and it landed and that was like i was like holy shit like that was like i didn't even hear it yeah and, and literally 15 minutes earlier it was not falling it had not fallen down it was it not fell falling. down and, and then it, we, we walked on the street and a tree had fallen down on, on some uh some like electrical wires and these two electrical wires were just like like and they were, they were melting the street and Some stuff fucking uh, i mean and, and it was like holy shit we don't go we don't go near got that a lethal weapon scenario I mean, here two were just, and it had like a probably a perimeter of like 15 feet where it was just shooting around on the streets like we, we were like we stayed away we looked at it from like 50 feet away but we did not go near it. Yeah. You know? And we were just like, we're not going to go near that. You Can know? we roast marshmallows over it? I know, you know, but I remember, yeah, but that's the closest I ever had came to really bad weather. I, yeah. I've never experienced a tornado. Not, not, you're not going to get one here. Well, with that, do you want to ease into a break here? Yeah, let's do that. For animated cartoon adventure, suspense and humor, watch Rocky and his friends over most of these, uh, most of these stations. Check your local. Now, wait a minute. Who are you? Allow me to introduce You can talk. Like, We're back. Hipster baby boomers. Hipster baby boomers like Rocky and Bullwinkle. I mean, they made a movie about that in the mid-90s. What a bad idea. A Rocky and Bullwinkle. It was when animation wasn't that great. No, no. It was Robert De Niro was in it. It was like a live action thing, Rocky and Bullwinkle. I'm going to change the camera, Vamp. Yeah, it was just a beer, a weird, bizarre idea. Who was the girl? I can't. Was a woman who played like the Natasha? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah, this was, you were like 60s hipster if you were into this, man. Like it wasn't totally like a child's thing, kid's thing, you know? Yeah, it was kid's TV, but there was a certain subversiveness to it, you know? All right, we're officially back, and you know how we're back? Because I did this. Absolutely. Hell yeah. We're going to go back to the regular TV, catch the tail end of Twister here. We got a lot of stuff. It's really just, the show's really starting, if you think about oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, um, we warm up in the first half. By the way, hit that pay-per-view donation button if you're liking what you're seeing. <laughs> Throw it a little bit. Dollar, give, me, give us 50 cents. I don't give a fuck. Oh, it all goes to the show, which sometimes yeah. means weed. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still a good thing. So we got movie news, TV news. Okay. Uh, we'll kill that. It goes on for too long. I got to get something that rides a little lower. Did you, uh, did you watch the Oscars? No, the Oscar movie. So check this out. They fucking closed down the Union Station red line out here in Los Angeles for that. They made like disabled people fucking roll their asses down the fucking street. They didn't even help them. They just kicked them down the fucking hill. I don't know if they did that. Really what they should have done is had them on standby and whatever actor wasn't there to accept an award. Just get a homeless guy up there to just be like. It's it's my a, asshole is Jesus. The, the whole the whole that area, you know, it begins. The homelessness begins at, at that. That's a port of entry for homelessness in L.A. is Union Station. And and the yeah. tent cities begin it's where there, they give you your homeless last name. And they literally you it connects you to Skid Row. It's almost one contiguous it's my neck of the woods. Uh, um, We're the ass end of Skid Row. 
We're the we're the bowels of Skid Row. No, not really. I mean, no, you're, but you're, you you start you're, to see like it's rougher on the edges. Skid Row's the stadium, and yeah. my neighborhood is the stand selling jerseys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that. You're selling cotton candy over here. Yeah, we're preparing it, you for the game. Yeah, it, it's rougher on the edges. Every but, now but and again, not... we, you know, we get our own little game of pickup football, pickup homelessness going on in <laughs> MacArthur Park, preparing you for like the pros are in fucking. Yeah, yeah. You you know you can't live on Skid Row like the apartment are only for like free housing or homeless people yeah yeah and you, dude i took the bus down skid row and the first thing i saw was a dude throw a duffel bag at a lady and then fucking getting all up in her face and start screaming yeah. there's yeah. homeless relationship altercations happening oh, on skid I'm row sure. constantly i'm sure it's i want to move to the arts district and apparently the cop presence over there is immense yeah because they're trying to make it skid row is starting to butt in on the arts district so the cops go to the arts district to make the hipsters feel safe and that in turn puts the homeless people in danger because we know the lapd likes to murder people yeah yeah well it it is uh yeah it's a fraying the fraying of our society and culture you definitely see where did i go wrong you you see the fraying here of the social contract and and its shortcomings in this country you you notice it here and the homeless thing is uh definitely so here we go with some tv news crow you ready for it that's where they had the oscars they had it at at where homeless uh begins in, in this homelessness begins yes schmigadoon is coming out on apple plus this might actually be good the name sounds terrible it's going to be like a scary movie version of plays they're going to spoof plays every episode yeah which seems like the new thing original ideas aren't the theme of television anymore even if it's an original idea it's let's make fun of something that already exists because people are are stupid yeah let's do or or straight up or it's just they're not they don't want to take any risk there's no yeah they don't want to take any financial risks yeah yeah um, so here we got Schmigadoon now has its premiere date. Alan Cumming, Kristen Chenoweth, Aaron Tveit. I don't know who that is. Um, Fred Armisen. Fred Jan- Armisen, is it? Yeah. Cecily Strong, Keegan-Michael Key. I, I, I knew Armisen. Oh, it's a, it's a fucking, uh. What is it? It's a Lorne Michaels show. Oh, okay. It's a parody of iconic Golden Age musicals starring Strong and Key as a couple and the backdrop and the backpacking trip designed to reinvigorate the relationship who discover a magical town living in, ni- in a 1940s musical. They then learn that they can't leave until they find true love. The first season also stars Alan Cumming, Kristen Chenoweth. God, we'll watch the first episode just, on the that show. That just sounds, <clears throat> you know, I don't know. Is that supposed to be a dramedy? <laughs> No, that is a whimsical the, oh, yeah, yeah, the idea of comedy. God. God. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. So we have uh and the palette is odd. That's an odd palette to me. I didn't see it coming. She got hit by the tornado. She basically so that her town got hit by a tornado. We're watching Twister yeah, again. Yeah. We're, it's it's a it's oh, everything's resolving. It's the resolution. Yeah. It's post orgasm right now they're, yeah and oh. what's funny about this because so the whole movie they're trying to yeah. get like a pre-warning system to warn people like they had no warning like this town had no warning so she goes joe you gotta go get it she t- like they gotta slay the tornado yeah it's just gonna happen to someone else because yep. basically they have to th- they're and they have a machine yeah, exactly. that's supposed to go up into a tornado and read yep. it from the inside and this is where they get their idea because it's not going it's just falling down so they cut up pop cans yeah and they put wings on the little sensor balls yep, yep. and then they drive a f- dodge ram 350 into yeah. the middle of an f5 Absolutely. tornado yeah, through a cornfield 
Absolutely. I yeah. just want to set the stage because I'm going to get into some hardcore By the TV way, news I always here. thought that was ridiculous. How could they make those devices? It's like thousands of the devices or certainly hundreds of those little devices. And they all look uniform and good. How are they going to pull that off in like a day or two? You know, I, I always said that, that that was my, that's where my my mechanical engineering brain was like, I don't get that. So you know? James Bailey wants to know, was it, did we talk about there was a 93 tornado in Plainfield, Illinois? That was the rain wrapped one. Yeah. Do you know what a rain wrapped tornado is? No, no. What is that? So a rain wrapped tornado means uh, the tornado comes down and takes the rain that's coming down and swirls it. So it bl- you, it doesn't look like anything like rain wrapped tornadoes. Literally. Do you know what a, what it looks like when you can see the sheet of rain coming down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That can hide a tornado. Ooh, that's dangerous, man. Dude. So a you rain wrapped tornado in the evening. Yeah. You can look out your window and it's right in your front yard. Oh, so you basically have to look for the damage, I imagine. Or just you know, the rotation or, of the, you have to hear the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, yep. Yep. I heard that one time. Sounds like a train. And that was accurate. I heard that one time. Faintly. Not, not, not like to stick it, but I, see, I don't get this. They just made all these things. By the way, I, that that was this movie's attempt to have like a, a, a transgender person. <laughs> Let me actually look that up. In 96. Because I think that the 93 playing field one might be. Wow, it's a crazy one. An actual tornado. Because I, I, there was one like. Bailey, in, you might be up to something. In, in 2012, there was a tornado, I believe in like November 2012, like a, a nine years ago. That was in like the southwestern, far southwestern suburbs. Uh, that was pretty bad, you know. Um, you know, I watched an episode of Happy. It was 1990 in Plainfield. Okay. Man. 29 people killed 300. It was an F5, baby. Wow. So that was the a strong only one. F5 to strike the Chicago area. There are no known videos or photographs. However, in 2011, a video surfaced online of the supercell that spawned the tornado. There's no video because it was rain wrapped. Yeah. Wow. My science teacher told me that and he was a kook science teacher, but I think it was legit fact. This yeah. this science teacher, we used to do homework. He would give us homework and then he would check it the next day, but we saw that he was just like looking at it and putting a check in his grade book. Oh, okay. So we used to literally put on the paper like your fucking mother stinks like shit. Like we wow. used to just write anything. Yeah. And he would just look at it and be like, okay. Wow. It was our test to that, be like, dude, you're not looking at this. Pa- that, you're not that, reading our pa- our yeah, homework. That is bad teaching. I think he got fired. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. He got thunderstruck one day because he used Thunder. to. Okay, yeah. He used to take random questions one day. Like at the yeah. end of it, he would take random scientific questions. Mister Kissel was his name. Yeah. That's Smelled a good like science. ham. Uh, that's Very a, tall. Yeah. That's a, that's a good science must. That kind of looked like Mr. Popper and his penguins, <laughs> like that kind of guy. But like so I John asked him Waters? one day because he was talking about how having a fever is actually your body's way. It's like a warning. Like it's 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 almost good. And then so I go, well, then why do we always try and get it down? And he goes, that is an excellent question. And then as he started answering, the bell rang and we left class. And uh, then I never found out why. Oh. Uh, why it's also good and bad to have a fever. Yeah, yeah. But apparently it's like it's just an early warning system, basically. Yeah, well, I, I think it, yeah. yeah like the, it's, the, if, yeah. if you didn't get a fever, you would just die of the sickness. Yeah, yeah. Or the, whatever. The, the, it's like basically it was, telling you, you got to get in bed, you got to yeah. rest, you know, and you got to, yeah, absolutely, you know. I tell you what, Look at that Keith, fucking tornado on Keith, the stream, baby. Right, right, Keith, knock on wood. I haven't been sick in two years. May 2019 was the last time I was sick. Look at that. You know, ain't you special? 
I just wanted to do that Dana yeah, Carvey thing. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Th- so that was, was the playing field edge. thing. Oh yeah, dude, yeah. I saw this in fucking on VHS. At yeah. my dad's friend Willie's house in fucking Wakanda in uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin. Wow! In 1996, where where our, our white brethren went up and uh, you know shot two people. Kenosha and, rules, dude. Yeah, yeah. Kenosha's a. Uh, I did stand up there once. I had a good. I mean, the there. people. I'm not saying they're not like no white. They're, uh, I'm not saying they're very not, not Italian. white nationalists. It's very Italian. Very Italian. Yep. Uh, you know, no globalists. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's a, you know you know some uh, uh, Kenosha. Don Amici, who was was Mortimer in Trading Places, yeah. one of the rich on the An N-word guys. run Duke and Duke. And you know who else? Daniel K. Travanti, who was played uh, Captain so, Furlow on Hill Street Blues, is from Kenosha. Hill Street Blues. We'll yeah. be right back. So uh, season, uh, Young Rock and Keenan have been renewed for seasons here. Okay. Uh, which is a little, because people were like, oh, Young Rock is going to, like, there was a report saying it was going to get canceled. I Young actually Rock has is been, about The Rock, right? Yeah, he's running for president in 2030 or whatever the fuck, 2030. So the show is him getting interviewed by the press. So it'll start out with him being like, oh, what about this in the 70s? And like they follow little threads like it's and they it's very wrestling fanfare heavy. They've had people play Andre the Giant, but they cram history together like they'll have a party and Macho Man, Andre the Giant and fucking Dick Dumpster Drozzy will all be there. So it's a wrestling based show. Yeah, it's all about rock growing up in the wrestling business and like his relationship with his family. His dad was a fucking crook. His mom kind of screwed people over. She ran a, a wrestling promotion for a little bit, but they make her seem like a bigger deal. They truncate history. They make it seem like all these wrestlers hung around like at no point was Andre. Andre the Giant or Macho Man Randy Savage at a party with yeah young yeah. Dwayne like they existed that's a in weird diff- like wrestling ex- nerd sexual they existed fantasy. in different time periods like Andre the Giant hated Macho Man Randy Savage number one so they would never be at a party together that show should be canceled um, Keenan got is getting renewed everybody does like that show Keenan Thompson I think people like him because he's got that all that steam behind him people yeah. my age love him because he was yeah. a Nickelodeon he was kind of the one kid that started on those Nickelodeon shows didn't get addicted to heroin didn't fucking yeah. fuck their shit up and then actually made it to SNL but was really a token on the yeah, show for yeah, so long he yeah. was just the guy in the background that would be like yeah 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 exactly and then in like the mid 2000s they let him do his thing so it's good to see keenan get that his, guy was get that on, money baby was on snl for like 16 he's still years still on it i think he, he, he see i always thought kevin nealon was that for me kevin nealon was on from 86 to like so 96. here's what i want for you so there's a dramedy coming out crow and okay. we all know you're getting into the dramedy business let me hear this this is scott foley yeah uh terry polo who i uh they're gonna take the big leap the actors here a dramedy uh the show will revolve around a reality dance competition uh here's the log line do you have a log line what's your log line i actually don't have it the big leap is a big-hearted rowdy dramedy that a group of diverse down-on-their-luck characters attempting to change their lives by participating in a potentially life-ruining reality dance show that builds to a live production of swan lake what this group of underdogs lack in dance training they make up for with their edge wit and desire to reimagine an iconic story to fit their own mold the big leap is a modern tale about the second chances and chasing your dreams and taking back what's yours inspired by a uk reality format the big leap is an innovative show within a show that takes viewers on a journey of self-acceptance uh, body positivity and empowerment uh, oh at any age 
I, I got to say something here, okay? What's this whole Taken thing, that Taken theme? If you go like about a third of the way up, they had, they had a line in there about uh, something was, t- no, you, you, you re- no, no, reclaim Take back it. what's yours. T- what was Taken? What was yours that was taken? Let me try and figure what, it out here. Your childhood, your innocence. What was yours that was taken? Maybe since they're all, it's a diverse group of characters, right? So they're taking back what was, what should the, like, we shouldn't have to be the underdogs. We're taking back, <sighs> we're taking back our stardom. God, it is such a because weird. You held, because you held my grandma down and my mom down. I can't dance Swan Lake. It is. I don't know. I, I, I That's don't at least what I'm getting of like, I'm taking I, I, back what like. I agree with your take, yeah. Keith. I agree with you. you. You're right on these Hallmark predictions. You always get half the Hallmark right. You know, I make my contribution. We were a little off on that one because we, we had to listen to the accents a little bit more. But no, you, but this, this show sounds horrific to me. It sounds <laughs> horrific. To your me. show does sound better. Of course it and sounds and better. And you have options for like, and your diversity is like. Not just for the sake of diversity. There's a point to it. Yeah, it was what the office was. It's just this is what the experience was. Working with these people. You have to work with these people. Working with these people. And, and you know, oh, my individualism of who I Can am. Can you imagine if you being? thought of this in the 90s and Cosby got a hold of it? <laughs> you, it would be big, but you'd have to you'd have to give away all your millions. Yeah, you know? well, I don't whatever. I mean, it's on four deaths right now. Haven't heard anything in a month. And that's not surprising. I, I reached out to a couple of friends of mine who have been in the biz for a while. They're like, yeah, dude, they just take their time often. <laughs> you know, and it, it can just languish in oblivion for a, for a while. And I'm not surprised by that at all. So here is what so, else is happening so we'll on, on the Fox network. Yes. Fox seems to be resigned to animation. <laughs> we'll look at. <laughs> yeah, so I've absolutely. got a, I've got the table all ready to go. I got it. We have the top league ready to go. The prime I've okay. ca- I'm going to tell you about the viewers about the system. I told you yeah. about our system. Yeah. We're trying to, to break ground here. I'm going to create the first <laughs> official ranking full stat. How many people watch a show every week? You yeah. know, there's gives and takes. There's going to be a formula to it. I'm still perfecting it. It, it is a, but there a isn't Premier everything. League theme. Right now, you yeah. have to go to eight websites. So I'm going to do the work for you. I'm going to take... DVR numbers for three days and seven days with the weekly averages. I'm going to create an all-encompassing number of how many million people yeah. watch a show every week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And put yeah. them into three separate leagues. Exactly. They're basically the champions. The, Fox the is is t- league two and three. Yeah. They're yeah. getting three, four million viewers at best. Simpsons is getting a million and a half viewers, but they're uh, all animated shows. The Simpsons and that was a fact that you gave me two weeks ago that i that stuck with me it's on its way up because that tells me that show's almost done here's where Which they're is, going you have to understand that that is a revolutionary show yeah family guy took it over south park I, I mean every south park i mean none of those shows would have existed also and simpsons was existed, kind you know? of also in the era where there was only like eight channels what, what, like there wasn't like when you yeah. were a kid it was like there were four channels yeah. and you had to switch to vhf to see the other two yeah yeah absolutely vhf was like 50 and 38 oh and yeah, shit, it was, right? yeah it was it was like billy d williamson that's where you Cold saw rockford files yeah absolutely and, and a lot of like soul train you know like the what baltimore was stations aaw wrestling on uh, or awa uh th- that was on a baltimore station i think it was a baltimore well no station. you had wwf when you were a kid well no, you were in the northeast teenager now uh, but when you were when you were when you were living in virginia you would have had wwf i didn't watch professional wrestling but when you lived in wisconsin dumb. but when that's you lived in wisconsin why, stupid that's the reason why. but when you lived in wisconsin 
It was you, WWF. It was A and AW. Well, yeah, because you were in the 80s. They were yeah. killing the territories already. Yeah, absolutely. You didn't come up in the territory system. I, well, Late I, tail end of it. I probably did, but I, I didn't give a shit. Yeah. It's ridiculous. AWA so. <laughs> ended in the early 90s. Yeah. I remember seeing like Jesse the Body Ventura when I, like in 1981 and his name stuck with me. And it was like in a high school gym somewhere. You know Memphis what I mean? Memphis was around like Franny Savage came from Memphis. Wow. So anyway, Fox is looking to do a, an adult Flintstone show called Bedrock, which is basically going to be an adult cartoon. Okay, I'm listening. Uh, an adult spinoff of the venerable primetime animated series. Here's what my larger point of this is. is a, I'll read the breakdown. What makes it adult? Uh, well, they're going to say hell and probably going to have them look all sexy. Uh, here's more information. Fox Entertainment, Warner Brothers Animation, and Elizabeth Banks' Brownstone Productions to develop primetime animated adult comedy Bedrock. Half-hour comedy based on blah, 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 blah. I don't even think they have a plot for this fuck. Catches up with the Flintstones family two decades after the original, with Fred on the brink of retirement and 20-something pebbles embarking on her own career. So she's going to be the main character. As the Stone Age gives way to the shiny and enlightened new Bronze Age, uh, the re residents of Bedrock will find this evolution harder than a swing from Bam Bam's club. I don't know why I have right. They figured out how to how to introduce wokeness to the prehistoric era. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's bizarre. It might be they're just good. rebooting it with this sort of this lens of quote unquote wokeness, which is so lame. And I think they're setting it in the TV world because long before the Simpsons and Springfield, the Griffins and Quahog, or even before the Belchers started uh, serving burgers on Ocean Avenue, there were the Flintstones and Bedrock. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the Flintstones was a primetime, uh, you know, uh, show like in the mid '60s. That, that era of television would have been cool to be part of because it was still pretty new and they didn't take it so seriously. <laughs> that would have been a good time to be in television, I think, like late 60s. Hell yeah. I think it was a party. I wish those rap parties back then. Look, they drove through the loose. house. Yeah. This is my favorite part. That yeah. would have, that, This is one of the... I mean, this whole movie's implausible, yeah. but they would get caught in that house. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That would be yes. the end of the, yeah. that would be my ending of the movie. Do you build to this whole thing? They drive through that house and then it's just them trying to get out for 10 minutes and then the credit rolls and the tornado pulls the house over. But then the the it still picks up their yeah, machine yeah, yeah, here it is. and everybody yep. else sees it and they're like, shit, yeah. And then they drive to him and they're all fucking dead. And God, Helen Hunt was a star, man. And you know she what? Was she was star in the frumpy 90s. hot. Yeah. Hot yeah. with no makeup. Yeah. I, 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 I didn't really find her very attractive. She's like normal. She's like, like she looked like my mom. Like yeah, that. My mom yeah. was that age. Like that with brown, a brown bob. Yeah. Helen Hunt, brown bob. That's Looked like your mom in the nineties. Is like not exactly, but like Comparable. might as well be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come from the same cloth. Might exactly. as well be. Everybody yeah. thought my mom was hot because she was like young. She had me when she was twenty-one. Exactly. Oh yeah. No, my mom was uh, eighteen when she had my brother and twenty-two when she had me. So she was like in her like late or early 40s when I graduated from high school. From a very young age, I had to learn how to, you know how you have to develop humor when people make fun of you? Yeah. Boy, early yes. on, I had to normalize people saying that they wanted to fuck my mom <laughs> and be like, yeah, that's, you know, I got that, that DNA. Yeah. That means you're saying I'm hot. Like, yeah, I had to combat the because everyone because she taught at my high school. Ugh. So oh, she was a teacher, hot for teacher. Yeah, she was. Oh, man. I got to be honest with you, Keith. This is the truth. And maybe I'm a little odd in this regard, a little more of a latency period. But I never really had a crush on a teacher. 
when I was even high school, like late high school, there was a teacher. I had a, an English teacher. Oh, dude, Mrs. there was a science Nickel, teacher at my who had gigantic breasts. Dude, there was a science Gig- teacher <laughs> at my high school who had the thickest ass, dude. Yeah. And yeah. she flaunted it. She would wear like yeah. high sundresses and she had like muscly thighs. She rode a yeah. motorcycle. Oh, yeah. She told us she wrecked her motorcycle and had road rash on her ass. Oh, man. She knew what she was doing. <laughs> hey, she was asking for it. It was right? the one teacher yeah. that would come in and, Here pe- it is. and people's voice would change. This was the, oh my God. This this was the, com- the computer effect. I mean, you look, and this this felt so cutting Listen edge. what she says. The, the 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 homunculus is going to get to talk. Already getting reading. Like trying to make this nerd moment totally exciting. Yeah. Can you imagine how many times she had to look off into nothing and yeah, go? Yeah, and go yeah. It's, it's guys, shifting. it's about to move northeast. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Can you do that again? Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Guys, it's about to move northeast. Yeah, yeah. Now we didn't like the inflection on that. Yeah. It was probably 31. Can you not be such a dyke when you do it? <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. Yeah, you should. <laughs> I'm going to cancel myself. Yeah. We'll be back after this. <laughs> well, I think they were, they were going transgender, I think, with her. With her. No, I think Maybe she's just like one of the guys. Yeah, exactly. They don't. You know? f- there's no sex in this. Her they name just... was Becky. I'm sure. Like she grew. She was a Becky. I always feel like Beckys were like the type of girl who would play beer pong with you or quarters of my age. Or the game. There was a game drinking game called Mexican. <laughs> there was actually a game called Mexican. You know, and you would just get hammered drinking. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, wait, wait. anyway, that was. So <laughs> here is. Uh, I'm gonna bang through this list quick, but this is yeah. 77 shows that have been canceled or are ending. Good. This is important to the fucking yeah. to the league. Absolutely. These these are shows. These shows are getting fucking relegated. Um, all access. All the Hollywood show. All access. Wow. Done. Comes to a uh, ends with season two, the syndicate, a spinoff of the Hollywood Access Entertainment series. Hmm. Um, let's see. I'm not going to do like the premium channel stuff. Baron Von Sketch Show. That's an IFC show. IFC is almost done pretending to be a television channel at this point. You think, right? <laughs> Why? Well, what's their claim? What they, they had comedy. Bang, bang. They tried to really lean on alternative comedy oh, in the mid 2000s. Interesting. Now they're just showing the Godfather every week. Yeah. <laughs> Black Lightning on the CW is ending with its fourth season. Bless the Hearts. This is a uh, following a big decline in ratings. The animated family comedy second season. Uh, the network is calling it quits. Ooh. Yeah, I've heard of none of these yeah you gotta that's one thing i might ask you to do when you're at home flip around the tv a little bit for the show <laughs> but, but there's conan's a reason why ending. they're all bad conan's ending really he's he's not he's just not gonna do it anymore wow he's retiring uh the he's, he's been on tbs for 10 years he will host wow. a new variety series on hbo max wow um wow ducktail drunk history's done doc martin Dr- drunk history yeah how long was that on for? That was on seven. for a while, yeah. Seven and final season. It didn't get canceled. That's ending. Oh, wow. Let's see. It could be Filthy Rich on Fox. Canceled after five of the ten episodes has aired. A family drama about a family that runs a successful religious network. Yeah. That was trying to be the Righteous Gemstones, but really you can't say fuck. Shows were edgy shows you need to be able to cuss. You can't do yeah. network yeah. shows. That's why your show might need to be like 
AMC, like where you can at least oh, say yeah. shit yeah, or yeah, something no, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, we're not going for network. We're going for. Uh, we want to be a fucking dark hit. You know, yeah, we're not going for network. You should. Although th- that means. Bro, <laughs> I swear to God, you need to go in there and tell people this show's the next Breaking Bad. <laughs> just do it that, that would be just yeah, fucking yeah. do it <laughs> you know here's what we're you know whatever I, I will be curious to see the feedback i I don't know what to expect here's something we can all I celebrate think it's gonna be too short actually i think they're gonna want more content in it which is fine because we left things off the table we can integrate that and correct that quickly but yeah. so we have a big news here uh last man standing the tim allen show has yeah. been canceled good Did he blame that on wokeness? Or oh, just, yeah. Or the fact that he the globalist. sucks. The globalist did it. Or, or the fact that he blows and sucks. Season nine is the end. That, uh, that's Lizzie. been for nine seasons? Yep. Because it got picked up. Fox saved it. Jesus. The new MacGyver's done. Mac hangs up his bubble gum and paper clips after five seasons. <laughs> and hey, not, five years? Oh, my God. One? What a fucking ass fuck. They canceled it before it got syndicated. Yeah, exactly. 94 episodes. Yeah. That, that, w- yeah. What do you have to get to? 100? 100. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you get to 100, that, that's when you make a shitload of money. Mom on CBS is done because Anna Ferris and they're all done. That show's wild, dude. The daughter ends up pregnant just like the mother. There's a lot of drama on that show. That show's done. How long was it on for? Uh, Six, seven. No, nine. Nine <laughs> seasons. That, that's a run. That's a run. You've oh, it's, it's ending run. after eight, so probably nine years. NCIS New Orleans, done. No more Scott Bakula. We're seeing the <laughs> end right here on our show. Here's where Dorothy goes up. Oh, no, they're running away. They go into yeah. a barn yeah. filled with knives here. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was over. Queen it's of not- the South is getting canceled. That's the show about like, oh, that went for five seasons. That's basically about a lady who becomes a Mexican drug cartel person. USA has a good run of like weird shows. Royal Pains about the doctors who like live on Venice Beach and fucking. It's hilarious, you know. I mean, yeah, yeah. USA is a definitely a goofy network. You know, Shameless done after eleven seasons. Wow. Yeah, you hadn't heard much about it. that. Was kind of a hot show for a while. Stumptown ABC done after season two. Uh, Supergirl done six seasons. That's a good little run. Superstore NBC done. COVID's killing all these motherfucking shows. Look at this, man. This is like, is this the, what, what is this? Is this the, uh, the C4, the T4, the T2? There will not be a <laughs> second season of WandaVision. Ooh, good. Uh, yeah, and that's basically it. Wow. C- couple of big ones fell. Oh, Judge Judy? Wow. I think I just saw Judge Judy fly by. Wow. Is the People's Court still a thing? <laughs> Yeah, Judge Judy's done the 25th season. That's the last one. It'll be a new wow. series called Judy Justice. Wow. Why? What's up with these fucking reboots? Uh, yeah, it's because there's... Just keep Judge Judy doing. You fucking... You wouldn't, t- you wouldn't yeah, do this to is. fucking yep. Judge Wapner. Yeah, here's the knives. But th- these are always the stories you heard about, like... I remember like when I had like a weather class in, in junior high school, the teacher was a weather nerd. And like, I remember after a tornado one time, seeing a piece of straw stuck stuck that happens yeah yeah yeah. and just like and like she probably never saw it she saw it on a documentary (laughs) helen hunt on a doc no i thought you like a teacher saw like you said someone no 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 no. it was it was a teacher yeah it was was this guy mr rodenberg and and he said i saw it stick into a tree one time mr rodenberg back in the days of corporal punishment that was allowed i was laughing during during a guy's speech a science speech this guy Matt Zanko had a terrible, like, terrible speech impediment, and I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> it's just so offensive. 
the fuck is skinwalker ranch i'm 14 years old and i'm laughing at matt zank oh and he was talking about smog and he had had his (laughs) and i was like he came up behind me and like you know when like a dog grabs onto their young and with her mouth yeah he went like scruff scruffed you oh he went i mean right in the back of the head and what you do that's what you do to a cat when you want to clip its nails you know and i was like whoa like i mean he was i remember like there was corp i had corporal punishment happen to me like four or five times Oh, during like that phase cop into say. some ass play here you know no 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 that we'll be back after thank a word. god thank you know some thank god. i'll kill that i was I, I ruined your you know but no that's okay yeah you're happy you weren't touched oh, we man. all are but yeah but but it was uh i remember mr howard my typing teacher was a six foot eight don't worry pictures world coming back. war ii survivor with a wooden leg you had a wooden leg just to let the livers know the people watching live there are a few um Every thirty minutes, my camera goes because I have not, I am I'm not yeah. up to date on the tech yet. Yeah, you know that's that's where the pay per view donations yeah. come in handy. Yeah. Um. So every thirty minutes, you're going to see the screen go black. But rest assured, I know it's happening. I I yeah. Fix it very quickly. Absolutely, it's it's cool. You do it well. So you have to acknowledge. You just do it. So we got the well. I I don't sometimes that throws some people off. You yeah. know, but now well you know just mm-hmm. it's our thing. Because also sometimes I'll edit it out of like the the actual episode absolutely but i remember yeah mr howard during a fire drill very germanic discipline well that was a big cultural shift for me like it was no we're, we're going to stay and be burned it was no it's just like you leave and you, you're not supposed to talk during a fire drill you do not talk you listen to the instructions I and mean, i was 14 you're still a kid you're very young and I, I was talking during a fire drill and he was six foot eight he reached over like three people and just right in the crown of my head just do like right Ooh, in the crown of my head go. you know he had a wood leg and i remember one time in lunch he was he was the enforcer like the guy who walked around the lunch table because he was a big guy he walked around the lunchroom and a guy threw a dart <laughs> that landed in his wood leg that he didn't realize was there for like 10 minutes and it was like this moment of golden comedy you know Hell so yeah. it was completely enjoyable but I remember, yeah, getting getting fucked with a few times. You know, I think I was kind of. Oh, I wasn't expecting the width. I thought know. we were going to make some real headway. Getting fucked a few times. No, 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 no. This is dope. They actually do show the inside of a tornado. Yep, yep. It's similar. It's so beautiful. The, a there, horse runs free out here, of the barn. Here's the story I heard about a, uh, when I had a weather class in college, and, and there was a guy who was taking a military guy flew from the D.C. area to Louisiana in a military jet. And there was a big tornado in Louisiana when he was ready to land. And he ended up, he, he ejected. This is in the early 70s. He ejected out of the tor- out of the, uh, out of the jet. You know, he ejected out of it. Yeah. Know, and he went into the tornado and it took him an hour to fall to the earth. Because <laughs> he got like, he, 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 put, he took his parachute out and like his parachute, like it went in and he got like shot into his parachute a few times and he had to disentangle himself while he was falling. Well, and I guess on the inside of a tornado, there are lots of mini tornadoes that are spinning around also. Yeah. Like, like it's all these weird kind of gears of tornadoes, but he was covered in like uh, in hail for a long. He had like a thick ice blanket that he had to deal with also. It took him an hour to get to the earth. That's hilarious. <laughs> he, he popped out of it. It was like literally on the top of it and he went into Listen the to tornado. This song. Oh, it's I, it's that they're going shine on shine. It's like classic mid nineties, like soul asylum or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, that was hip. I got so much to God, do. I'm so. I mean, yeah. my twenties are a long time ago. Oh, bro, we're done. 
you know we need to make things happen dude we need to yeah, get the ball rolling well, on yeah, some I'm, I'm trying to do something out here man with my script you know trying to get look that the podcast just ends we start talking about show business how fucking <laughs> awful would that be jesus christ <laughs> it's also so james bailey you, you we called got, it out you call it out this last year was a super f- so we got it in the chat they say they're answering questions this is great having oh, yeah. live people yeah we're, we, we're not going to lose track of what cool. we're saying anymore cool. skinwalker ranch is the place in utah where all the alien stuff happens because they have a documentary about it on TV right now. Oh, okay, okay. That, fucking put this pop on. that on, yeah. The Secret of Skinwalker. Oh, Ranch. this is like fucking a show. The lungs right here. Most of this black color. Okay, so cool. what shows did well? What, what, what is your Premier League? Okay, here? so yeah. here we go. We're going to do the Premier League. This is the prime time table. The, good, the, the, the true powerhouse I set shows. it up. So here are the leagues. It's prime time. Then yep. you have prime access. Yep. Then you have late fringe. And then you have post late fringe. These are actual classifications of television blocks. Yeah. This is like what they call like deep cut Nielsen blocks. Yeah. Yep. So the primetime table, it's 20 teams. Number one, the voice, 29 million, 29.744 million combined live plus seven weekly viewers. Seven million. Now, uh, here's my formula so far. The plus seven numbers. They don't come out that often because Nielsen doesn't really want you to know the totality yeah, of it because yeah. what people don't know about ratings is it's not a number of how many people watch the show. It's a number of how many people watch commercials yeah. because that's when the ratings kick in. It kicks in on the quarters when and that's when they go to commercial. Yeah. So it's really a testament of how good is it's a testament of how good a show is in that it means people are leaving it on. They're not changing the channel. Yeah, because yeah. They, they tabulate the ratings during the commercials. Yeah. That's why advertisers use the ratings yep. to, to sell yep. shit because yep. they know, oh, these people watch commercials. So we'll yeah. fucking advertise our the shit that's Jesus. destroying America. So yeah. don't watch commercials. Yeah. <laughs> Although they make us public domain. So we yeah. do like commercials. Yeah. We're using corporations to make our feed legal. <laughs> Good. So, okay, yeah. So, what are the other top shows? So, primetime table, The Voice, 29.774. Number two, here's the drop off The Mass Singer, 14 million.101. 14.101 million. Now, these shows are kind of rigged because The Voice and The Mass Singer are on. Really? They're on twice a week. Yeah. So, this is about six million each show, and then they each get about three, two to three million on DVR. Well, I know on Mass Singer, what CJ told me is that they always have like, is it Tom Cruise? Yeah, it's like no. show throws some massive stars. It's is it Tom Denzel Selleck. Washington? It's Tom Selleck. Yeah, no, it's not. I know. Yeah, what caliber of star do they get? Uh, Antonio Brown did it. Uh, who else? Fucking Chris Jericho was one. Um, Little Wayne was on it. <laughs> Like that caliber Rob Gronkowski star? was one of them. That's hilarious, man. God, that's hilarious. NCIS, 13.057 million people. Which city? Or is that just... This is straight show? up NCIS oh, okay. with just fucking... With Jed, with fucking Mark Harmon, who apparently is a dickhead. He, he, I remember him from uh, St. Elsewhere. Mark Harmon had a little career, man. In the 80s, he did, he did a few movies in there. Summer School... In 1988? These are where your cop shows are coming in. The Equalizer, number four, 12.296 million people. Yeah. Um, and here's I here's where my own flaws are in, in these rankings. So the plus seven data hasn't come in since March 8th. So these are the plus seven additives from March 8th, from when these episodes... But I figure if 3.72 million people DVR'd Grey's Anatomy... Yeah. On March eighth, yeah, there's a good chance 
three million people yeah. do it every week. Yeah. That those are yeah. three yes. million people that that's how they watch Grey's Absolutely. Anatomy. Absolutely. So I I'm assuming it means something. I'm assuming those numbers don't fluctuate too much unless yeah. a show gets really bad. Yeah. That's when you start seeing them dip. Yep. Yep. Um, so, Interesting. So what I did is I t- I, f- I figured an average. I took all of the shows listed on the plus seven list. I to- totaled how many million viewers watch per yeah. network. And then I averaged out. So, for example, I only got their three networks. So on average, 2.477 million people DVR CBS shows across uh, the that, board. That, that two points. Yeah, almost two and a half million. Yeah. ABC's 2.408. That's because of Grey's Anatomy. Grey's M- Anatomy helps their number. NBC is 1.71. They don't get a lot of DVR numbers, but they get. 29 million a week watching the voice live yeah. like they get they get 12 million live they got a couple of shows really keeping it going. yeah yep yeah um so here we go the equalizer number four fbi number five 11.396 million on um, what network <clears throat> that's cbs okay number six nbc chicago fire 10.449 number seven nbc chicago pd 9.873 fox 911 9.865 Number nine, NBC Chicago Med, 9.819. Here's where I'm happy. Yeah. People sh- love Young Sheldon. They talk about Young Sheldon like yeah. it's fucking cheers. <laughs> it's number 10, 9.338 million. It yeah. gets no fucking DVR yeah. playback. They do 7 million on average a week live. Live plus next day. Man. Back in the day, you'd be. Dude, You'd here, be let me give you an example of how fucking on fire television was in the 90s. Season seven of Frasier per episode averaged 26 million yeah. viewers. Yeah, well, you didn't have the, you didn't, the competing. The voice gets the voice can't get that. The, the voice gets that two nights a week. Yeah. Combined. Yeah, it seems like if you truly have a hit show, it's like ten million viewers. That's good. Yeah, if you're like ten million. Like, wow, you, you, you're you're uh, you're doing well. So yeah. then, you know, we got Magnum PI, Blue Bloods, FBI, Most Wanted, nine one one, Lone Star. Those are all nine eight. I'm gonna post this list on the website, by the way, so you can go. Yeah. I'm gonna make a nice table and post it all on the website. Cool. Update it regularly. This is just the intro. I really want this to catch off. Sure, sure. Because people always, I want. I just want to know how many people you, you watch TV. to me, buddy. I, I, it's a great I fucking idea. drive myself nuts when I read ratings, and I'm just like, there's no way this is the final fucking number. <laughs> so we're going to have our own Also, angle. here's my rule. Yeah. I don't put news shows on here. The news is not TV. Sure. It's information. It's an infomercial. Yeah, yeah. Because if we go by that number, 60 Minutes is the, is the most watched show ever. Well, yeah. It's, I mean, it's... You're not going to beat 60 Minutes. 10 million people weird, watch. still watch 10 that. million people watch 60 Minutes live. 60 Minutes is so... But they also don't get... They don't track DVR numbers for the news. 60 Minutes is fucking frontline. It's the bastard cousin of front... Frontline Do you is know great. what does get plus frontline seven numbers? Frontline great. 2020 that gets DVR'd. God. What a weird show. That was such a... It was such a poor man's competition for 60 Minutes. But then they just went like more infotainment. Like that truly was the beginning of like fixed news. Here's how like you... Sensationalized television. Here's a know? prime example of... Because a lot of people would say like, oh, people just like those reality shows. Like Mass Singer and The Voice. They're not good. People just fucking... Yeah. But here we got Dancing with the Stars sitting 15. 
at eight point five nine eight million. It still makes a buck for but ABC. That's bad, dude. Yeah, yeah. It ain't what it used to be. That's bad. You got to get that show off TV. You're getting into the relegation zone, baby. Well, you, you're on the cusp. You're still in the in the big leagues, but you're- sixteen CBS NCIS Los Angeles eight point zero nine nine. Is that this with is, LL Cool J? Yep, and Chris O'Donnell. And Chris O'Donnell. It's Chris finding O'Donnell's still the end. The check. Yeah, that show's been on for a long time. I've never watched it. I don't watch any of these. <laughs> I catch them when <laughs> that, that, I catch kid. the end. I, I yeah. bull. I'm gonna put bull on it. I haven't. I haven't finished. By the way, yeah. I'm there's 157 shows on television yeah. right now, and I'm factoring them all in. So right now, this is completely incomplete. Yeah. Well, that, that's okay because that's a long time. Um. So here we go. Uh, United States of Al. That is the dude who played. Did you ever watch Breaking Bad? Yes. The guy who played Hank. Oh, yeah. He is on the show called The United States of Al. He's playing, I think, a divorced fucking guy named Al. I watched a scene of the show where he's on a roof fucking shingling a roof with a black guy having fucking comedic dialogue. So it's that kind of show. Yeah, yeah. Well, 7.853 million. 17. Network. Show's fucking doomed. CBS. Oh, it's still got a life. It's with DVR, dude. You need to be pulling. Uh, yeah. You need to be pulling these cop numbers. Yeah. Or mom. Shows. Mom was doing 9 million on the reg. I forgot to put the fucking blanket in the window. Got to put the fucking blanket. Okay. Uh, Law and order, organized crime. That is with the average. This could be more or less, but it's seven point eight four four. Could be closer to nine. I don't yeah. know. I don't have full. They this is they only have live plus three day numbers. And what number is that? 18? Eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. This is relegation zone. Uh, yeah, 19, you're going to the second league. This is us. Seven point four one one million. But that's been on for a while. Trying to some of these shows have just run their course yeah absolutely um and then you have the neighborhood which is a cedric the entertainer vehicle sitting 26.747 million yeah and then uh yeah that's it man that's uh We're going to go to the Goonies. I saw this in the theater with my We still dad. have this week in television history too. Yeah, absolutely. Almost done, but we're not done yet. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, I don't <clears throat> like, uh, when I saw this in the theater. Excuse these, me, I didn't mean to clear so okay, loud. It's okay. These kids, I remember thinking they were kind of young looking. Chunk but, is an entertainment lawyer now. Yeah, but not that lo- young looking. Look at Josh Brolin. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. I remember, again, thinking, like, like I-, I was Josh Brolin's age in this. Yeah. Did yeah. you enjoy this movie? Absolutely. I like this movie. This was I like, the, I was 16. They did a good it. job of like all encompassing, like a 10 year old and a 16 year old would like my this movie. My dad liked this movie. I remember my dad, like when that, when the chunk was like, when he, when he's, when he's held, being held by the goon What'd your character. your fine ass mom think? And, and my mom didn't see it. Uh, she but, was out fucking no, it was banging. A, it was the summer of 85 and I was working at, at uh, Wendy's. Before you, you know, didn't have doing, a six string yet. Did, did, didn't the, didn't the, I did the uh, breakfast shift at, at Wendy's in 1985, the summer of Live Aid. And we went and saw this. And my, and my father liked that scene where he's getting interrogated by the goon played by John Matuzak. He's like, that's a good actor. <laughs> he said that loudly in the theater. That's a good actor. Ooh, little penis joke. You know, there you go. Yeah, I mean, this This was... Uh, who was the producer on this again? Oh, no, no, no. Who was the director again? Can you pull the mic in a little bit? Who, who was the director on this again? Who was the director? This is uh, Chris Columbus. No, this was not Chris Columbus. The, 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 yeah. This, was, was it Zemeckis? No. Did Zemeckis produce this? No, Spielberg produced it. Christopher Columbus? Chris, no. Who was yeah. the director of this? I swear to God. I dude. thought it was The guy Zemeckis. who did Radio Flyer. No, Richard Donner. Richard Donner, yes. Yeah. 
Donner did this. Because I remember we seen the two Corey's show, and they had to like make amends with people. They were going through their 12-step program and filming it, which is so Dick pathetic. Donner was one of their fucking... And, and, and Hayne was going, okay, I got to make amends with Winona Ryder. Okay, I got to make amends. He's dropping all these huge names. I got to make amends with Joel Shoemaker. I got to make amends with Richard Donner. And, and he was going through, I mean, all of these like famous people, like basically, hey, take me back. Can you take me back? Corey Haim's life, I mean, that is it's a rough. cautionary tale. <clears throat> That is a caution. I mean, when you think of a true fall, yeah. wow, he fell. Like Corey hard. Feldman said, Corey Haim died alone and very scared. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is dramatic. Ugh. So here we got a little bit of this week in TV history. What to a tie life. things up. Yeah. 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 I walk this lonely road. Yeah. I'm singing Green Day now. Uh, 1961, ABC's Wild World of Sports debuts. I, I walk, you know, I'll be honest. Bam, 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 bam. That's this right here. <laughs> that, that, it, it, it was the ag, the, the thrill of victory, the agony OJ of was, defeat. Was OJ owed like first? No, no. Who was the original Wide World of Sports? Uh, uh, Dick McKay. Dick McKay, who did the Olympics, like the 80 Olympics, the 72 Olympics in, in Munich, he won a, a, an Emmy for that because he handled it so well. Dick McKay was like a very much of reason voice of sports. You know, he was sort of like a pre-Bryant Gumble. You know, there was sort of a uh, more of a gravitas or an intelligence behind him. And ABC's Wild World of Sports used to have sports that I didn't care. I didn't care about, you know, never go up there. It's filled with such it, it was like Olympics and shit, right? Like fucking what? shot put and stuff yeah, like I mean, that. Yeah, they'd show like, uh, you know, ski jumping and stuff. Like that. There's a, the, ag- the, the agony of defeat was this famous clip where the, the guy did not make it off. The, and, he, <laughs> and literally went like eight times over into like the crowd. He lived, but it was like, holy You think shit. that was them trying to capitalize off evil Knievel? Well, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it was that part of sports. Like, whoa, you might see a crash here. There's a lot like Indy 500. Jimmy, J- uh, Jackie Stewart, that, that Scotsman. I say, Kaylee. Hey, so he was like the Scotsman. He was. Uh, they would always have like uh, ABC's Wide World Sports do stuff like that. They weren't Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football was its own discreet thing, and they weren't Monday Night Baseball. But it was an ABC product, absolutely. And then Sport World was the competition. NBC did it like in the early '80s. Sport World was the competition against uh, ABC's Wide World of Sports. By the way, I apologize. We've been streaming in 480p on auto. I just put it in 1080. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, good. God, you know, Keith, what the fuck is your problem? No. So, yeah. So, yeah, let's go yeah. through more. More of the... Uh, this is like the era of like the single mom. Like my mom was like this. This is what my mom was like. Because my mom was this age. She was young. It was divorced yeah. families. Divorced families. I mean, was your kids. mom's arm ever in a sling like that? No. My mom never got roughed up. She never got roughed up. You know, she was... Have you ever had that moment where you've like just got done like you're she just walked in you popped the porn video out and there's like no and then she and you think she's about to bust you on it but it's for something else like she's like what the fuck is that yeah who put a hole in my wall and you're like oh my god thank god she didn't see the fucking porn in the VCR I'll never forget this my brother had the 25 year silver anniversary issue of Playboy that he had under his bed and my mom was looking for something and I was standing behind her. She got on her knees and went underneath his bed and, and, and found the magazine and just kind of flipped through it. She didn't really look at it very much. She just 
she was like harried looking for something. I remember she, and it was like every page was a naked woman. I remember being like, my, my heart, I was 10 years old. It was just like, she's going to find it. She's going to find it. She's going to find it. It was just like, I was so freaked out because my mom would not have reacted well to that. She would have not reacted well, even though it is completely healthy and normal. My mom would not have liked that. Speaking of the Amici's. You know, absolutely. Here it is. But yeah, I remember that that being a big like. Look, they're tabulating ratings. Commercials. Yep. Absolutely. Commercials. Yeah, but yeah. So I, I watched I watched this with my dad. I, I liked going to movies. When with did my they dad. go football? When did the Wide World Sports go f- NFL? No, oh no, no, no. <clears throat> that was separate. Yeah, that was its own discrete thing. If you would have listened two minutes ago, I said that it was its own discrete yeah. thing. Monday Night Football was separate. Monday Night Baseball was separate from ABC's Ooh, Wide World. Sports. I forgot about Monday Night Baseball. Yeah, I remember like in the summer I'd watch Monday Night Baseball on occasion. Was Cosell on that too? Oh, absolutely. And Keith Jackson. So he was across the board. Oh, it was just he was he was the personality the face of sports. I mean, he was like. I'm trying to think who would be like. I mean, it was different than Al Michaels. It, yeah, it was someone like that. Because Michaels did know? the Olympics. Even when I was younger, like Al Michaels would do the World Cup final and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, no. He, he, Al Michaels is definitely a successful announcer. He's also a big Trump guy. Here's big something. Next history moment. You're going to, we're going to go, you're probably going to find yeah. something. You'll know exactly what you were doing when this happened. Yeah. 1986, Soviet TV news program Vrema announces a nuclear accident at the Chernobyl nuclear power station two days after the event. I was a uh, junior year in high school. I was 17 years old. What, what, what day was it? It doesn't. It's just this week, 1986. I think it was April 27th. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, my, my birthday is April 30th. So I was uh, I turned 17 when that happened. And I remember that be, that was a cold. That was the that was the Cold War, man. The Cold War was in your consciousness all the time. Do you remember the American saying it happened two days ago? Like, was there shock of just like, what do you mean it happened two days ago? No, no, no. That wasn't a story. No. That, that, so that in timing, Russia, they didn't they didn't announce anything for two days. Oh yeah, they were trying to keep it under wraps. But America then, knew right away. Isn't that fucking wild that know. we knew right away, but their own country didn't tell them? Oh yeah, for two days. Yeah, but but then the way it was presented to us is another failing of their system. Another failing of their of their shitty economic system. This is a failing of Russia. That's how it was like portrayed to us, you know. And it was just like time. these people are like political pawn. It, well, I, I remember I would built uh, Mr. Reinecke, Bill Reinecke, the chemistry teacher I had, made, made a joke that I remember he laughed at in, in chemistry class. He's like, "Yeah, well, it happened. Uh, I guess there was a meltdown of uh, a nuclear power plant. I guess uh, some Russian had too much vodka." And I remember I got a big oh, laugh. Oh boy, you know, I mean, it was like you made Russian jokes. Like they were the fucking enemy. That's why it is so bizarre. This whole Trump thing of like you know, these guys had T-shirts. Better to be Russian than a Democrat. Yeah, that's right. Like. Gee, I mean, to flip like that when they were the mortal enemy, it's just from my, it just shows how people can just be so manipulated so easy. You know, it, it, yeah. I mean, I always knew that, but it's like, holy, it really shows it. Like they were the enemy, man. Russia, it was a Soviet Union, but it was Russia. People always would use it, use it too interchangeably, Russia and the Soviet Union, even though it was the Soviet Union. And it was like, oh, they can't be trusted. Their economic system's terrible. We fought wars with them. I mean, communism was a genuine Their threat. hats are cool, though. The you know? Kremlin looks like a fucking <laughs> like a Sunday with ice cream on top. But it was it was you know whatever. So that was that. I remember that being a like the a, Kremlin. Yet another example. Government buildings in Moscow do have the vibe of like 
Oh, come to the communists. Like, it's wacky. I don't. Because the towers are all colorful. They look like fucking swirls of whipped cream and yeah, shit. Yeah, absolutely. It looks like a mystical place. Yeah. We're yeah. covered in ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> we'll cut your fingers off. Well, that's like, I mean, well, you know, Hitler was just like, the Russians are white trash. Welcome to Russia. Uh, I had I had a passenger this week. Can I just talk about this? I had a yeah. passenger. Oh, this week. talk about anything. I had a passenger this week, two days ago. Some black guy I picked up, older black guy, and it was a fifty-seven minute ride to Whittier, California. Hell yeah! Now dude. I made like thirty-eight bucks on it. So, but he got in, and, I, and the thing I do, I always say to them, I, I got my shot two weeks ago. I'm getting my second one in two weeks. I, I've tested negative nine times. I'm proof the mask works. I've been doing this for since early November. That's seventeen hundred. Name of a new metal band, Early November. Yeah, <laughs> Early November's a band where like their choruses sound like this, and then <laughs> the no, the verses are like pop, 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 and then the verse will be like, and then I came home <laughs> to my mom, uh, uh. and then I came home. <laughs> oh, terrible, bad era of music. So I, uh, so you know, I've had seventeen hundred passengers. Well, this guy, he's like. You know, he just immediately went into it. I don't care. He's just like, we've had bacteria and viruses since day one. Do me a favor. You come know? back here and lick my fucking teeth. I mean, he didn't care at all. And he was just like, and all, and he just immediately started popping it. Started gleeking water was, at you. He's like, everyone's racist. They always, and it's a black guy. It's a black guy. I mean, he was a black guy. Oh, that's a guy like, that just doesn't trust banks. Money it, in the mattress. Moon yeah. landing fake. Only yeah. Bigfoot is real. Yeah, Tupac I, is not dead. I mean, he, he was just like, you know, that. I mean, this is all, it's been, I'm not going to live in fear. I'm not going to live in fear over this thing. You know, it's just like, you know, and I just, I didn't really say anything. We, I, we, we bonded over the second world war. <laughs> That was the connection I had to make a conversation. That's like the that. everyone can bond over the Nazis except for Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> but he was uh, just as, well, here's what he said. Here's what he said about Hitler. He was talking, well, you know, that Hitler was kind of an interesting character because, uh, you know, he suffered a gas, uh, you know, injury the last days of the First World War. It's like, oh, yeah, he, he was blind for several weeks. So even during what all the stuff he did, he didn't use gas during the war. And I was like, well, uh, there was something called the Holocaust. I, I didn't say that, but it's like, but wow. Yeah, he didn't like, he, he wasn't near the gas, yeah, but he, he used it. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he, oh, he didn't use mustard gas, but they used Zyklon B and that worked too. You know, Zyklon so, B sounds like an I mean, aspirin substitute. Yeah, well, that's, that, was, that was my joke about when Trump was first elected. That was an 80s technology when you had one of those balls. That was like, whoa. Yeah, it, it was. Well, that's yeah. a good opportunity to go us into the so, next sorry, piece of history here. 1988, the final episode of Magnum P.I. aired. I never watched that show. I never liked it. I was up there. I saw the reruns of Rockford Files. That was one of those. Yeah, that light was. I have a story about that light. Talk what light? That light that they're, that they're looking at, that, that cutting edge technology. It's probably not going to be this. Oh, the fucking now. laser light that you yeah. touch it in the beam? It comes to There were small versions of those when I was a kid. Absolutely. That was like. That was like cutting edge oh 80s dude technology. you fucking you fucking had took lewds if you went to a house with that yeah i, I remember like a guy when, this when guy's I, got lewds in mickey's big mouth bro i it was my first year at madison in college and i had this total crush on this woman uh my very first well it was reciprocated i knew it was reciprocated so i was like holy shit this is cool but she was already taken by this different guy on my dorm floor who was such a turd he was such a turd He's one of these guys who would get drunk sometimes and then have these weird freakouts that he would like black out and he'd have to like grab a hold of him and throw him on the ground. And I remember just being like, 
how on earth are you with this guy? And then I had heard that they were actually having troubles. You know how on earth? He probably had a huge old donger. There was a rumor, and maybe I fell for this. Maybe this rumor was planted. It was counterintelligence that like they were they were on the skids, like they were having problems. And I was like, oh, holy shit, because she spent a lot of time with me. We hung out for about a month and a half, two months. She got the jokes, Keith. She got the jokes. So it was, uh, we were in a dorm room. It was Tom Alberti and Gus Fiorentini's what a great dorm name. room. Which were two of my roommates later in college. Is that a party room? Was that a good party room? Well, they had, the, they had one of those BB Yeah, yeah. Right. So we'd go there and we'd rip bowls and shit, you know, <laughs> and listen to Metallica and shit, you know. So so he had one of those, and I was on the bed. I was on, they had the dorm beds off, you know, they weren't like bunk beds. Like yeah. So I was on the bed, you know. And then, and Cam Mahoney, who was, I fucking couldn't stand. He was the guy who was dating, her name was Maggie. And I couldn't stand. God, I still remember this. This was fucking thirty-three years ago, and uh, and and he, uh, I thought they were having problems. So all of a sudden, he ca- he gets in the phone where the dorm floors and makes a call, sits down right in front of me, and then and then there's that laser ball. It's like him in the foreground, the laser ball in the background, and me oh, in the bed. All high. And she, and she comes, yes, and she comes in, and they immediately start making out two feet away Hell from me. Hell yeah! And I, I remember just being like, <clears throat> I am, I do not, I was really upset by that, like really upset by that you that you were like i want to leave how dare you yeah it, it was it was like it was just it was my my ex- first exposure to modern love so when you see that ball you think of i two think fucking of that losers moment. making I, out I, well i was you know i had a she liked i remember she wrote me a letter like oh 10 yeah you were that. like i that was the moment yeah and, and, and you saw your fucking and we weren't friends anymore actually that was like one of the final where i was like this is like i don't like this being manipulated like this and they and, and she had a roommate this woman who fucking hated my guts. She hated my guts. She did not like me. Because again, I was a threat to her dominance over this woman who, that, who I was friends with and who liked me. You know, she, I was a threat. And she, I don't, I'll never forget this. There was the falling out like two months. And, and it was, I remember being heartbroken by it. I was 19 years old. And I, 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 it was my first feelings of like more adult love, I think. Maybe it was not. Maybe it was actually a 12-year-old love. So I, I got my heart ripped out, you know, and then I remember it was months later and I was eating in the, in the commons area and her roommate came over and was like, Adam, like really drippingly sarcastic. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen you in a while. Oh, yeah, you, and you said, How yeah. How are you? I, I think you told me about you this. Know, and, and, and just being like, uh, you are a fucking cunt is what you oh, are. Actually. I was really upset. I, I was really upset. Like really, it was extremely mean spirited. We'll be back after a word from our cunt sponsors. <laughs> but that that was I remember being very this was a reveal. All started, all started so by that, that little by that ball, by that by that glow lava. That 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 was like the lava lamp of the eighties. Well, let's move on to a better time then when sure. you were over this. Nineteen ninety one. I'm still not over it. Ninety <clears> one <throat> you weren't over it? No, ninety one. Good year. Dinosaurs First. premieres on ABC. Oh, I remember hearing about that <clears> show, but I was in I was getting laid. Also, you know what else ended? Ninety two Growing Pains and Who's the Boss? Both went off the wow. air. I Growing wanted to show pains? pieces of the episodes, but I can only get will get pulled off youtube i can't Growing show pains and, yeah okay interesting only if they're on that's the fun of the show i can only show it if it's on tv um and then 1993 nbc announces conan o'brien to replace david letterman Night, what, 1993 yep conan was terrible the first two years he was horrific he was terrible what i've heard the rumor i've heard like uh, who is it uh, uh lauren michaels says all you got to do is just hang around for a while and you'll eventually get a following well and he f- figured know? out his thing too yeah I, <clears throat> he got he went alternative he got louis ck and fucking well that's what letterman was to the fucking previous generation insult guy he, that was great robert smigel that guy was hilarious you know 
Triumph. So uh, that was the news. That was yeah. it. That that's essentially the show. Wow. Yeah, that was a short one. Yeah, this is two this, hours and twenty four minutes. I, I, this is where my friend Sean lives that I want to go visit. He lives. This is in Astoria, which is the town right next to Cannon Beach. Oh yeah, I've I'm gone sure there this four is, times. I wonder if they just get sick of being like, yeah, this is where Goonies yeah. is from, and this is where Kindergarten Cop was filmed. This is where Kinder. Yeah, you know what it is? It's like L.A. Money will go up there and film like, oh, let's just film a movie here for three or four months. You know, we'll get away from everything, and it, I will say. They're kind of cool towns. They're like they're artisan kind of towns, and they've got yeah. they got some very good like bars and distilleries. I, I it wouldn't be a bad place to live. You know how encouraged I am, Crow, for you to think that a two hour twenty four minute show is too, a short one. Oh yeah, this is a just, dream come true for me. I know you've been manipulating. I'm me trying for to that. add an hour every time you come here. <laughs> well, I had some reveals. I, I spoke from the heart about my heart being broken. Yeah, because I have a heart, but I. You know, it's it's funny, Keith. I've only had my heart broken when it doesn't work out. Like when I've had a relationship and we've broken up for some reason, it hasn't bothered me as much. <laughs> I don't know why. It's that's probably an immature perspective, but I, no, it's just how I feel. He's General Zod, right? No, yep. no, 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 no. He's fucking uh, the main guy. He's fucking. He's Cat- Zod. Yeah, right? yeah. He's Zod. I just, I'm trying to find a movie that's almost over so we can end yeah. with some end credits. Well, that, that's that's major. That's Daniels, Chief Daniels. You know, yeah, McNulty. Yo, it's doing your own thing. You know something? Your ass is going to be fired. Sorry, sorry, James. (laughs) Sorry, James. He's great. I mean, he's... well. That's obviously what I want the show to be, is I want my show to be like The Wire, (laughs) which is an ambitious statement. Well, The Wire is a straight-up drama. It's It's a drama. Yeah, but it's... There's some funny parts, though. There's elements to it. You're going to have some fucking... uh, You're going to have some shielded banging in your show? Uh, We're going to be... We don't have that in the pilot, but I got a feeling we're going to be asked to do that. We've put that in the second episode. I've been writing the second episode. Not much the past two weeks, but about a week, two weeks ago, I put about four or five days in a row uh, on it, and it was starting to come together. So, but I wanted to wait till we get feedback. Uh, our agent slash producer is just like, we, we got to wait till we hear back from. Man, people. look how fast you know? they do those fucking credits. Credits, Jesus, Jesus Christ! I know. Well, they have to show them legally. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I wonder why. Well, any what are what are your if you got any final thoughts? You want to do a Jerry Springer? How do you feel? Did you have fun? I, I, I'm in a good mood. It was my birthday this week. Uh, I didn't go out last night. Uh, I was just, I got a good night's sleep. I've been making some good money, the driving. It's been cool. Hell yeah. So I'm happy about that. How are you guys, viewers? Did Was this a good one? Did you enjoy the show? I hope you did. I hope you did. You know, I mean, again, it's free form, but we're trying to get a, we, we, we have a spine to it. We got this yeah. week in history. We got the Premier League of, of TV, you know, we yeah. have good, we have good family reveals. You talked about your grandfather. And boy, do you not know how thrilled I am that we're, I, we're not going to get kicked off YouTube for the show. A good, that's a good, hey, that's a threshold. I thought I was going to go live and this was going to fucking go down immediately, but we're yep. at two and a half hours pretty much. So and, we got a show. We had a, and we, we're we did unscathed. A show. We can do our show live. Yeah. Which I think lends well to the show. If like oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, well, I feel like it's more interactive with the listener if it's live. If it's because <clears> then really. they could chime in and be like, "Hey, put this on TV." Is this Smith versus Smith? <laughs> yeah, Mister and Mrs. Smith. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! You know, I, I watched his E Hollywood True Story, and he, you know, look, I feel he like still- that's that's one of those E Hollywood stories where, like, aside from the trouble before he was a star, there's really it's like a coast it's it's a it's a fairy tale well they talk about i guess he had to, he went to rehab he's still young pit here he's like still young because i guess he had a problem with the bottle and he yeah. smoked a lot of weed yeah absolutely 
you know, yeah. where he rips a lot of bong hits. Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> and then and then he, he he met her and was like, okay, Anderson, you're done. I'm going to hang out with, with uh, Angelina Jolie, you know? Hell yeah. And She's supposed he- to be. I know someone who saw her in per- and said that she really is a... Like a, it's a, you know like oh I see why you're a yeah star. she's perfect probably it's like, holy shit you know <clears throat> you I see, mean it looks a little odd in a way but like she's yeah. also gorgeous she's a goddamn brand at this point well yeah oh god on that note on well, that branding note no but I, I tell you what with the Vikings I, I think that uh, you know I, they're gonna be a better team and, and the the dissension the best birthday gift I got the best birthday gift I got. Was a dissension in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Yep, Aaron Rodgers I, I, on I his think way that, out. I, I think going that there's to Denver with his hot girlfriend. But even if he doesn't get traded, it's going to be this looming story. That he said be a he wants the GM fired and he'll stay. Oh my god! He actually said that. Yep. Oh man, uh, I got. I, or news. that's what the sources say. Well, then he ain't going to. He's also trying to stick it to the management there. You know. Yeah. Good for him. Well, and you know what happened? This Jordan Love guy will be, my God, what geniuses the Packers were. They had the true dual threat future quarterback. Like, But you know something? It's his second year. He didn't play in, uh, in preseason last year. I don't know, man. I mean, it's going to take a couple years to develop and, and whatever. I mean, they, they you know, how, how they, I don't know. It's a complex story. <laughs> but I think that the Vikings, I think it bodes well for the rest of the teams in the division. The Vikings are going to be a better team next year. They yeah. will. They're going to have a much better defense, but you know, but they're going to be like ten and six. It's not going to be twelve and four. It's just not going to be that. They'll be ten and six and like a the fifth playoff team or sixth playoff team. You know. Yeah. Well, I'm 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 yeah. letting it wind up. I'm getting the filters going. I got to exactly. fucking take the noise suppression off there so the go. song is sounds episode guys yep thank you for tuning in uh keithpazel.com for all the other episodes subscribe to the youtube channel hit the bell because we're going live every saturday or sunday now depending on what the schedule does yeah um pay-per-view donations we love you we'll see you next week awesome good times